listening us live. What's up, everybody? Yo, yo. Hello. Hey. Hello. Welcome to No Major Opinions, episode six. I really like your NPR voice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Lord Chan. I'll be honest with you. That's the smoothest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> the hell the rest are the rest of y'all today. I'm Nigleria. Past while, I've just been playing point blank. That's pretty much it game-wise. Dark Aries, what you been doing? Uh, I have actually been hard at work, at actual work, and hard at work getting NASA set up. Uh, there's a lot of equipment upgrades and everything like that that uh, I'm pumping my own money into because that's just the way it goes. But uh, be excited. There's a lot of effort that I'm putting into getting the best stream possible for the event. So I don't want to spoil it too much, but it'll be pretty legit. Hey, it's Lanero here. Lana, Lana, hi. Um, you know, I've just been seeing the world, and by the world I mean constantly going to Virginia back and forth, you know, that's really it. I got to see Quebec, though. I uh, don't know what the hell the sign said there. You know, I'm really bad at French, so uh, yeah, don't expect me to translate French at any NASA events. <laughs> Noted. Reminds me of a joke Flicky told me. Of, uh, <laughs> two, guy, two guys were on a train, and it stopped in Quebec, and one of them said to the other, wow, all of a sudden I feel really bored. And the other guy says, yeah, that's because we're in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like... <laughs> that was the worst joke I've ever heard. I fucking love it. <laughs> Montreal is pretty fucking baller. I've been there like two or three times <laughs> in my lifetime so far. It, 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 it's great. It's great. Like, uh, we've officially been there as well as NASA DreamHack Montreal, which was a, uh, it was a clusterfuck, but it was fun. So <laughs> it was a disaster. I mean, it was a clusterfuck. <laughs> I, it was not a disaster. I think we, we, we had some pretty hype runs. It was, I mean, it still. looked fun from what yeah. I, I saw a bit of it. It, it was our first real event beyond NASA 16. I'm still surprised that we were even asked. Because it was like right after it, and it's like there's so many other people or organizations, they chose us, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they haven't asked us back. I, I kind of don't even want to go back at this point because it was just really crazy. But uh, it was interesting. Go watch the VODs on YouTube. They're pretty fun. And finally, our boy Laz. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I haven't been on the podcast since episode, I think, three or four, maybe. I think it was three. Been busy playing a lot of games offline, online. Uh, recently did Catherine, favorite new speed game, pretty good game, in fact. And I think I'm running it for NASA, as well as Mad World, Afro Samurai versus Aspat, and the TF2 meme. So a lot of stuff to practice for NASA coming up. And pretty excited. Don't, don't, don't bother practicing TF2, dude. And now, <laughs> don't worry fail. about it. It's an awful <laughs> game. It's going to fail. As soon as we go for it, Dark Aries is going to be like, what the fuck? Why did we let this go through? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I already have it planned out. <laughs> I, this, this, see, this is what happens when, when I see a games list and everybody else can vouch for me. I'm like, all right, how do I make this happen? I already know how to make the TF2 one happen. We're going full esports on that one. We're gonna we're gonna get a nice computer. We're gonna pull up spectator mode. We're gonna get like two. We're gonna strictly get the, speaking, 
uh, the two I, commentators is, with the headsets. We're going to have a nice camera. There's on one them. error with this. I think I should point out for you. Strictly speaking, the way man vs. machine works is like the, uh, they'll have six people on the uh, human side and then bots taking up their own slots. And uh, it, there needs to be a certain number of slots available for certain waves to start. So having a spectator in the game, that will remove one slot. And theoretically, that could push you back a few seconds per wave. I'll make it work. <laughs> I don't care if we have to start doing like God mode cheats in the no, Yeah, no, no, that, it, it would only, it would only like uh, factor in by a few seconds. But it's just, strictly speaking, it would be slow. What we need to do, and I don't want to turn this into a whole TF2 thing, just... We need to get a custom server, and I have to either find a website with custom server, or I need to sit down and actually get serious about hosting one. I used to do it, pain in the ass. TF2 client yeah. online is not fun. It, it's doable, and I'm sure if you got enough smarts to do it, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's a pain in the ass, uh, especially for a brain late like me. Uh, beyond that, though, excited. NASA's is going to also be my first NASA. So I'm really, really excited. Um, Hell yeah, already, dude. Hell yeah. I Hell yeah. This looks fucking dope. The people that are going look amazing. Unfortunately, not everyone can make it. But regardless, I'm excited. So, but yeah, let's uh, let's get on to the podcast, though, the main topic. All right. And the main topic is kind of a broad one. Uh, me and Lurk were like, he has a, we have a whole sheet of like what to do. And we're like, you know what? Let's go for arbitrary categories in speedrunning. That's a huge thing. Yeah. So just to start off before we get into sort of what is arbitrariness and, and, and things like that, we do need to, to at least I want to make a, a, a personal kind of philosophical statement. And that is in speedrunning, you should do whatever is fun for you, whatever category, whatever that means, you should do that. Uh, but don't expect anyone to take you seriously if it's stupid. Thank you. Stupid shit can be fun. <laughs> yes, definitely. When we start the the topic, as well as we have, we needed to first define what is arbitrary in the context of speedrunning. Uh, but I guess I should also preface it with like I don't think something like a category being arbitrary is necessarily shit because sometimes like the default like any percent or whatever it's just, it might just be shit, might suck. So you make it some arbitrary category, and now it's fun to play, and I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just we just want to try and clarify exactly what arbitrary means uh, in the context of speedrunning because you hear a lot of people talking about how certain categories or some shit's arbitrary or irrelevant and we're like I was curious like what what does that mean let's get into the specifics of it if if we go to miriamwebster.com the definition of arbitrary is existing or coming about seemingly at random or by chance or as capricious and unreasonable act of will meaning an arbitrary choice or based on or determined by individual preference or convenience rather than by necessity or the intrinsic nature of something, an arbitrary standard. Take any arbitrary positive number. There's like two more definitions, but I don't give a fuck about them. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, that, yeah, like uh, the thing a lot of people, a lot of people would probably think is like, are, like the only category that isn't arbitrary is any percent. And even that's not exactly true because any uh, percent would typically just be like beating the game. But for some games, like what constitutes beating the game isn't exactly simple. Right. Either it might not even have a defined ending or there's various methods of getting to the like a defined ending but maybe it's like like a like the Ganon list in Ocarina of Time where it's like you could trigger the end cutscene but it would crash and they're like does that is this technically beating the game it's like it's not there's no one yeah. universal standard 
of like what constitutes beating a game. And I think that the issue is that um, any percent doesn't just mean the default category. It means any percentage of the game that it takes you to complete it. And whether or not yeah. that's the most fun category or the one that most people run, that doesn't mean it has to be any percent. Uh, some people started using just, uh, in, in when they make leaderboards, just beat the game, which fundamentally just, it, it's the same thing. It has the same problems of like, like how for most games, how you define beating the game is simple. But uh, you have all there's always going to be like fringe cases where it's like, what the fuck? How do we, how do we define this? With beat the game, though, I think it's a bit better than any percent because generally, what happens with any percent is that you get locked into this is the way to do any percent, and then a new glitch or method or whatnot comes out, and then it's like, oh, well, this is now really faster than any percent. We need any percent well, no, without that's, this. That's, no, then any and percent is faster. Category. Be, and, and this yeah, is that, the, that would be the same with beat the one. game. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, no, no. It's different because <laughs> with any percent, with beat the game, it's like, okay, this is this is the goal. But then with any percent, it's always like, oh, you have to do it in this certain way to do it because if you get anything above it, then it's a different category. You get any if you do it in a different way, it's it like It wouldn't that. be a different category. It's any percentage. You could ninety percent or eighty. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm I'm fucking mad right now. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, we're also not going to be talking about emulators or like re-releases. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is yeah. We're going to be specifically talking about like you know it within like the, like even original content because that that would be that would merit its own whole episode, which I probably want Caveman for because he's the leader of the PlayStation Nation on this. There's definitely issues with, uh, with like just saying a game is arbitrary and how do you define ar- what is arbitrary, whether or not it's like how you def- beat an ending, but how you get to an ending, but also it's like if you're banning certain glitches, like saying something is developer intended, like 90% of the time, you have no fucking clue what they intend. Hold on, hold on. Twin Galaxies knows what's developer intended, okay? <laughs> Don't even get me started. They Dude, know. you are pissing me. You are furiously, furiously pissing To be fair, that is an actual thing on their leaderboards for the longest time. Um, when people, that's why kind of speedrunning drifted off. As far as I, as far as I remember, anyways, is because, for example, in Ocarina of Time, the Twin Galaxy leaderboard is like, nah, you can't do this because that's that's not developer. No crouch I, I don't think that's allowed. They didn't think you could do that. No, we're not counting yeah. that. Let's ignore Twin <laughs> Galaxy for the rest of the episode, <laughs> please. Uh, but as for Sweden.com, it's like uh, as for like any percent. Would you have like like uh, would it be like beating the game from a fresh file even because of examples like uh, Diddy Kong Racing where you're unlocking TT takes a playthrough, or uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword where they essentially have a file that's already beaten the game and they, when they start a fresh file they can use a glitch where they essentially load the other file's data and like warp to the end of the game and it's like whether or not that like would that be any percent would that be just new game plus it's like it's a big mess. Isn't it in uh, Donkey Kong 64, the main glitch that they do requires you to have at least beaten the game once or whatever, or have a save file or something? Like, You, you need uh, to have at least played it once, I think, in some capacity for that glitch to work with the menu and everything. Oh, the main menu glitch? Yes. I'm not sure. I usually, I usually watch that game just to talk shit about Lanky Kong. <laughs> But like I have a feel because the way that it works is uh, it unlocks everything, right? Which I think you've already had that yeah. or um, in Banjo Kazooie, all rare games. Like as soon as you've unlocked, I think whatever it, it, it's that that's it. Even if you do a new game, the the jigsaw puzzles or whatever they're they're always there. I think or something. 
It, oh, there's something yeah. in that game where as soon as you've unlocked it, it's just always there. Yeah, so that could be considered new game plus, or if, or if it's, it's like maybe it's it's maybe it could be like Diddy Kong Racing where it's cartridge based, not like file based. Yeah, in which case it's like I, you can't even like you'd, you'd have to like delete everything. It's not like deleting a file will do it. You need to do like a like the weird file deletion. So it's like it's it's messy defining what is any percent, what is new game or new game plus. It's good, there's going to be issues, uh, but I, I love talking shit so. There's also games like like puzzle games like something like Tetris where it's like a hundred lines, yeah, and that's kind of like ten yeah. percent. It's like, well, why not fifty lines? I would I would rank that yeah along like games that don't have defined endings like Tetris or uh, like World of Warcraft where they have like level one to ten with a certain race or shit like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it, there is no defined goal, so they just make up goals to get, and it's it's purely arbitrary. It can still be fun. But it's like that. That's like I, I. I think most people would agree it's arbitrary as fuck. It's even funnier when they mess that up, like in the leaderboard itself. But I'm gonna let Laz talk here. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> add in. Like, uh, it depends on the genre as well. Uh, a good example of a genre that has a lot of arbitrary categories for stealth games. There's a lot of stealth games that either go by one set or they go based on difficulty, and this varies depending on the you know, the title or what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, so stealth games are a huge, huge proponent of having a lot of arbitrary categories that people will make but never actually run. Hitman has a shit ton. <laughs> yeah, and like with Hitman too, like you got your professional category, but then if you're doing a run and you're on a good pace and you don't get that silent assassin rating, well then what is it now? Is it just any percent now? So, you know, so there's that as well. Well it's a failed run technically. Yeah, failed run technically, yeah. Uh, Metal, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. It's mainly it would just go for like European extreme or just like guns to the wall, any percent, which not many people do of just like killing everybody because that's like it's not as interesting. Yeah, it's always big <laughs> boss or European extreme or the highest difficulty. Yeah, like with Hitman, it would be Silent Assassin. With uh, does a uh, Splinter Cell have shit like that? Mm, I think Splinter Cell is one of like the. the you ran Chaos Theory, right? Yeah, Chaos Theory, you can run that. There's no like parameters. You There is a rating system in it, but as far as I know, I mean, there's very little speedrunning community for it, or at least for the older games, as opposed to the newer games like Blacklist. But it's a Wild West. You can do whatever you want. There's no set rule. There's no like, hey, you have to do the hardest difficulty. You have to do like a rank, which there is really none. Yeah. It's based on a score. There's no like symbol. I guess I can like, see that making sense. Specifically for stealth games, where it's like the spirit is like ne- not get seen by anyone, but it's like it would be faster just get seen by everyone, just blaze the fuck through. So there could be like a very easy contrast. Whereas other games, it might not be, it, it might be less clear what the different uh, you know spirits of routes or strategies use. And absolutely, and, and most of the time when it comes to arbitrary categories, it's just personal preference. I mean, regarding stealth games, I could speedrun easy mode, and I could use lethal weapons in a Metal Gear run, but. For whatever reason, it just doesn't feel right. And it's all personal preference. You could do an easy run, and honestly, you could get an amazing time. You could have a really, really good time on uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, easy, because you get the, uh, if you do New Game Plus, easy run, you get like the ease gun, and you can just. Oh, yeah, the Infinity Ammo one. Yeah, yeah. Patriot, yeah. There's a lot of stealth games that do it, but it's just like the reason people don't do it. Is just all personal preference. There's nothing stopping someone from doing that category, but it's defined arbitrary because why do it yeah. unless you unless you want to do it? It's like in those games where you can fail a mission and then it lets you skip it after a while. It's like, well, there's your any percent fail the mission. Crash Bandicoot two and 
I think a, a certain Rayman game. Grand Theft Auto Five also Auto has 5. that. Yeah, that's a recent example. Oh, I was just going to mention another uh, source of arbitrariness would be like partial game categories, like mainly race categories. Like Link to the Past has like get the Master Sword. Pretty much any game you'd have like just do like the first half of a game or something like that, yeah. where that would be like that. That's arbitrary as fuck, but it's. I mean, it's, it does it, make it, sense it, for it, some games, especially like I could see um, in the, yeah JRPGs. for some games where if it's like like Final yeah, Fantasy really VI, long, they do races up to Kefka at Narsh. And that's I like can see also in fringe cases, if, if the ending of a game is already fucking confusing as shit, then maybe just getting a partial point that is easily definable could be easier. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it's like it theoretically could have games like that. Yeah, and I think one of the kind of maybe the last thing to touch on is sort of like what is arbitrariness and in, in, in speedrunning is sort of also people achieving times or milestones in their games, reaching a certain plateau and uh, decreeing that the category or the game is dead because this is done and there's nothing new that's going to be found and it's a it's a dead game and that's usually not true. I got that sub one hour, man. That's that's. I hate that <laughs> like, so much. It, honestly, t- yeah, essentially, how long it is is arbitrary. Right. Milestones are are arbitrary numbers. The only example that I can think of, and it's because I've done the run, is Super Solvers Mystery. The run is basically uh, two random elements matching up, and you do them right at the start of the game. And so I hit both of those random elements. It's like a 41-second run, and there's maybe some frames of improvement that you could put in oh, there. Yeah. You could maybe get 40 seconds, you know? like <laughs> That's a dead yeah, game. Yeah, I remember. That's, that game's kind of like Clue, where it's like it's a kid's game, and it's like yeah. you have to like guess who the bad guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just like you enter the first puzzle... Once you solve a puzzle, you can guess who the yeah. person is. So you just you guess the first answer, and then you guess the first person you can pick. And if they both line up, there you go. There's your run. Another dead game happens to be Dragster. <laughs> All means aside, yeah, it is guess, actually yeah. a dead game. For, for a t- oh yeah, for technically dead would be beating uh, or like matching the tasks, where that would require. I, I guess it wouldn't technically be dead. Because uh, you might be able to discover a new trick, but as for drag story, it's like we're pretty fucking sure there's nothing yeah, left. There, there's <laughs> nothing there. People have reached it. I, well, I feel like you you can join the club of people who have reached that. Um, yeah. You know, there are some games yeah. where the tasks are just so unbelievably you, you're not going to achieve it. You know, humanly. Also, yeah, it, there's also the the issue of like. Uh, your median time, like you could say, it's like, yeah, I got five fifty seven once, but what if it's like, yeah, every time I can get five fifty seven, or right. it's like you got that one in eight to maximize, or it's like there's there's different uh, markers of ability or skill at a game than the time they have, but usually yeah. that's like the time you have is the only one that truly matters. It's kind of um, the Pokemon Puzzle League community kind of does this in a way where the game is very RNG heavy. Um, there's a lot of skill involved in it. But there's also the fact that sometimes you can just get insanely lucky and finish a stage within like 15, 20 seconds because everything just aligned and you're good to go. But uh, a pretty arbitrary and really meme category that they do is super hard five times in a row. Because it's like, okay, the, the people playing, they're, they're pretty good at the game. Some people might be better than others, but generally your times are consistent. Let's do five of them in a row and see if like somebody will magically fall behind because of some bad luck or somebody will jump ahead because of good luck. It, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. For games that have like a like a lot of variance within the uh 
like luck based elements like knuckle centurion even I, 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 to to my grave i will say it's a stupid category but it makes sense where they play in sonic adventure 2 they play every knuckles level 20 times uh and it's basically yeah you just randomly there'll be like emerald spawns and you have to find them and it's like it, it, oh it's it, it's really stupid but if it's like it's a good measure of who's the best at knuckles levels because if who has the best uh, time in an IL is essentially luck, but if you can consistently beat the levels faster than other people in a Centurion, then it's like you you I'd say you would be the you know more skilled runner. So arbitrary shit like that can be a a good marker of uh, ability in that context, which I forgot about entirely <laughs> until you mentioned it. <laughs> One thing I guess most people would say is not arbitrary: the implied restrictions like uh, Turbo's banned. Uh, no left and right, no up, like up plus down where it's like on the same frame where you have to like break the D pad. Uh, and you have to like trigger the last, like the ending cutscene, beat the last boss sort of deal. Like, uh, in Super Mario 64, 120 star, the timer doesn't end when you get the last, like 120th star. It ends after, after you get the 120th star and then like beat Bowser and get the key or a hundred percent knock around time. It's not when you get all this shit. It's after, it's like you get all the shit and kill Ganon. So it's like like triggering the ending, uh, which usually it's well defined, but sometimes it's not. But even that, it's like for, like I could see people arguing. It's like, well, fuck that. Let's like an arbitrary code execution. It's like you get in messy areas <laughs> where uh, even the little implied restrictions they start being like a little. Uh, and sometimes, like the restrictions are just they're there because of precedent, but nobody actually kind of agrees with them. Or at least a majority of the community wants overturned. Oh, oh yeah, Pokemon running in English. Yeah. I, I, that was something like wor- like Worcester did it, so everyone else was like, "Fuck yeah, we'll do it too." And uh, but it's like it might be faster in another language, and everyone's like, "Well, fuck that." Except for except for uh, Gold, I think where it has like, "Oh, we have a trick that's like it's most consistent in Spanish, so we'll allow it for that." When that's like arbitrary as fuck, but it's like it's what the community likes, I guess. For Super Mario RPG. There was Turbo Band because, of course, Turbo's banned in North America, guys. Mm-hmm. We can't use it. Japan's all about the Turbo. Over here, no, we, we we are beneath using Turbo. But for that game, there's just so much text to mash, and Turbo does not actually help you in the game because Super Jumps, Nintendo actually accounted for Turbo or whatever in the timing, so you will not actually be able to get the high, like the large multiple of super jumps. So they're like, why, why is this banned? Fuck it, let's do it. Contextually, I think it's like, you should allow Turbo, it's like, for games where it's like, it really is like a, you, a benefit, you could just mark it as like a separate category. For games where it's like negligible, or like not much of a benefit, just have it as like a... Like an identifier, like choosing the region of a game on speedrun.com, you can just have like an arbitrary tag. You get to say, it's like, oh, turbo, yes or no. And then you just tap, tap that on as a thing and have that be, I don't know. I know a lot of people just gen, like on principle hate turbo, but I'm not as opposed. Also, one thing I am opposed to, though, is when fucking people, it's like, I don't like this trick because it's too hard. I'm going to make a category of fans. Fuck you. Like if it's, if you're making a game... If it has no like conf- like difference on how like fun the category is, I guess like if it's just as fun, it's just like you're just minorly annoyed at something. That I would be like, that's kind of bullshit. In uh, Dark Souls, there's a certain drop. I don't know if it's the Black Knight Halberd one, but they made a mod, like an actual mod of the game, 
where it's like this drop is consistent. I think it was Dark Souls, uh, a Dark Souls game that did the mod. Sounds might be some other like similar kind of game, but it's like I think modifying the game. That's an area that's like all right, this is kind of weird territory. Bioshock Infinite did it. Oh, that's the one, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Hill Runner's hat. Yeah, they they banned it because of the the uh, drop rate of the item is uh, is one out of fifty or something. They worked it out too. And that's not even that fucking bad. Like in the Castlevania Symphony of the Night, there's the fucking toadstool. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a meal ticket, which is like one in you know. And there's a if you use that, there's like a one in whatever fucking percent chance of getting another thing. When there's like another one in several thousand percent chance of getting the toadstool or something that like increases luck. Rom Scout, he's like, yeah, if you did that, it's like that. That's any percent. <laughs> right. That's fast. I think he also mentioned so absurdly like, improbable. somebody got it during a run and didn't even save time because they didn't know what the hell to do with it because it was just yeah. So they, rare. It was like someone who's like comparatively new and they're like, I, I, I don't really know the game well enough to know what the fuck to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there is something to be said about like the in in terms of banning like a tough trick or drop. Um, if it really makes the game that unfun for folks, um, and you're going to ban it, I think that's fine. Um, I think it replacing any percent in kind of the way that Bioshock Infinite did it. I don't. I, I wouldn't agree with that decision personally. Yeah, it's like if you're going to make a new category, sure, but if you're going to have it replaced like in a, in a pre-existing category, that I think is genuine bullshit. Like Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I know there's a. You, there's like a draw for getting a key at the start, I believe. Yeah, a skeleton key. It, and it's like a it's like a frame based uh, like uh, random counter. But there's a was it a guy who's trying to like rather than like re- like press start or reset on the right frame, he's just like modding it or some shit. No, so it, it's an example of like it, it, it's a tough dro- it's a, it's a tough drop to get at the beginning. It's a one frame trick. Uh, because all of the drops in Zombies Ate My Neighbors are frame based, uh, based on like if you open up them at you know a certain frame or whatever. Um, the skeleton key has a point zero five percent chance to, to to drop, uh, so it's very unlikely. But um, uh, Albert, who is a, a taster of the game, he found a frame that is uh, consistent for for dropping it if you um, start the game at the right frame. And then you hold up and left, and it's the same movement every time. And then you ought, you run into a trash can and you open it. Um, if we, if in our community, small as fuck, there's me and him. <laughs> so it's like if we decided that man, fuck that drop. Let's just make that you know. Let's let's run a, a ROM of the game that makes that first trash can always drop a skeleton key. That's pretty much the same thing that Bioshock Infinite did, right? Except. Their runs twenty five or so minutes in, and and this is at the very beginning, and you have to reset every like minute and thirty or so if you fuck it up, which I do. But, yeah, like hardware modification is the place I would, I, I would draw the line. It's like if you're gonna do it, at least still have a separate category, but it's like that's still like a messy area. Pokemon runners deal with this all the time. They need to get the frame perfect starter. They don't get it. Well, do I restart? Do I continue? Is this good enough? Like. If you if you're shit, you're gonna be resetting for like an hour. I know uh, with Banjo Tooie, with uh, I think the white Jinjo at the in, like in the intro area, it's like the white Jinjo where it's the only one of the, that color Jinjo. Every other Jinjo will be multiples, but this is like like it's only one of them. And if you get him, you'll get a Jiggy early, which lets you unlock two areas instead of one. When you first get to the place where it's like you give the Jiggy Lord Dude to Jiggy, Lord Jiggy Wiggy. But it's uh, like which color Jinjo is at the intro area is is random. 
So they have it like you can create a new file, check if it's if it's that one, and then you can like save without having like done anything, and you can start from that save file. I think it's called like uh, let me look at the rules here. Add three point seven seven seconds if using Jinjo manipulation, and it's like they're combining the categories for that, and it's like it's looks like everyone's done it. The twenty first place has a is no for that. And everyone else above is guests, and it's like I don't know if that should be the same category. It's like that's it's, it's messy. That's not hardware manipulation, so it is better, but it's mm. still like I don't know. It's it's messy. It's still a little weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, because that game got really broken. You know, you got any percent is called any percent SSU, which is basically I forgot what it stood for, of course, but it's the whole idea that you're duping the game or whatever, so that you skip to the final mission, so then you got that category, but then you got no SSC, which doesn't do that crazy arbitrary stuff because, and most people run that category because, you know, the 8 to 10 minute any percent category is very inconsistent because your game can crash, you know, it's a and your timing has to be so precise and then there's another method of doing that, but then they call it new game plus because it requires loading a previous save file before you start your new game, so yeah, it's mm. That's another game where you just yeah that one trick and now and just branches to other categories yeah like that seems like it's like significant to the point where I think most people will understand it's like yeah that's arbitrary and it's like it's a it it makes the game a lot more tolerable or fun yeah it's like I I because I, I could see any arbitrary thing even hardware manipulation it being its own category I don't think anyone would argue that it should be in the same uh, category as the people who don't use the trick or something like that. Yeah, I think an example of of some folks who did it right are are the Chrono Trigger folks with the Lavo shell skip, because that trick is legitimately hard as fuck, and they just made another category that doesn't do that specific trick, and a lot of people run that, and uh, it has some legitimacy even though it is arbitrary because at least it is well defined and like this trick is really freaking hard, so you know let's not make it let's let's give it a different comparison. As for categories that are unambiguously arbitrary, uh, I have found this one on DKC speedruns. It's Donkey Kong Country 1, any percent warpless, no major glitches, 101% Kong letters, except Minecart Carnage, and that 1K in Millstone Mayhem, except you go back and get it later because the chat won't shut up about it, and you also have to play on a keyboard. An RTA is banned. This category is marathon only. Also, don't forget to follow twitch.tv slash Joe the Rapper for more memes. And that's the category name. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) It's only has one run, but it's like... That they even listed. It's pretty <laughs> the funny. comment is I golden. That, but that's like that, that's that's how to art use arbitrary shit for fun. That's another one here. Uh, Super Mario 64 16 star speed run, and he's playing on a DDR pad. But every time he gets a star, it like hotkeys to switch to Super Mario World, where he has to do an 11 exit speed run on the DDR pad. On the DDR pad as well. It's like it's actually impressive, but it's still it's like that is that's arbitrary as fuck, like stupidly <laughs> so. Oh yeah, fucking the uh, is the any percent no doors task of Ocarina of Time, <laughs> which is like a huge meme for a while, and it's like someone actually made it, and it's like all right, you can beat Ocarina of Time without going through a door, and it's like you can do some fun shit. Or yeah, I submitted to a GDQ once, uh, Barney. Barney's hide and seek game: one man, one dog, five legs, no controller. Because uh, Leo has three legs; he had his left rear leg cut off. 
amputated. <laughs> and I was like, that's a pretty fucking arbitrary category. <laughs> they rejected it because they don't understand what fun is. But Unbelievable, to be honest. It's like, yeah, there are, there are some pretty unambiguous cases where everyone would be like, yeah, that's fucking, <laughs> that's dumb as shit. It might still be fun, but it's like. One thing I kind of want to uh, go over more accurately, I want Lurk to kind of go over because he's more knowledgeable at it than me. I don't know if it's ongoing. It was ongoing last time I checked the Discord months ago. Uh, Metroid on the NES. Lurk has some history with that. Can you explain why that's on the sheet? Yeah, sure. So um, during, I want to say Best of NES 3, I could be wrong. One of the Best of NES um, series of, of games, uh, Metroid was in there. And uh, they were doing a category called Two Boss, and it led them them being the people who, who did the, the, the race and wanted to continue running Metroid after Best of Ness, looked at something where um, the way Metroid used to be set up basically is there was a any percent, which means that you can warp using up plus A on a second controller, which sends you back to a spawn point, uh, which is faster than you know walking back to wherever you have to go after you like defeat Crate or get the Ice Beam or something like that. And looked at Death Warps, which is uh, the exact same thing as up plus A, except you die. You, you run out of energy. And they argued that uh, Death Warps was a, uh, a moral category, a, a, uh, a category with more uh, intrinsic value than uh, using up plus A, because up plus A uh, was either, um, one, a developer code that was left in accidentally, two, is akin to the Konami cho- code, uh, and is therefore a cheat, or three, um, as I said, is just morally bankrupt because uh, you're using a second controller uh, instead of just playing the game. Interesting argument. <laughs> so they argued that uh, there should be a, a death warps category that bans up plus A, uh, but allows you to die and warp. Like I could understand having it's like I only want to use one controller. I don't want to bother that setting up that shit just because like maybe you only have one and you're cheap as shit fuck or whatever. Which is how I started out. <laughs> and it's like I, I, I've never heard of people making a separate category discussion based on it being morally like acceptable. That's interesting. That's the way they posited it, and they also put it within this context <laughs> of like, oh, we're just doing what all these old people did, and they never thought about it. It, it's clearly stupid that they're using up plus A. And a lot of what, of what the community did, and I think the community did a really great job uh, over in the Metroid Discord, uh, is they looked at other games, um, notably uh, Zelda for the NES, which also has up plus A. Uh, and Zelda 2. Yeah, and Zelda 2. And restructured the rules. Um, we, th- there's no more death warps and up plus A separation within their categories anymore. I'm happy to hear. There, there's some other stuff that has happened. Um, some terminology has changed as far as wrapping the screen versus warping the screen and, and things like that that can sometimes feel a little arbitrary, but as long as everyone's on the same page with the terminology, it, it seems to work out. Um, but the, the, the category separation thing was so stupid because it's like a death warp is just a slow up plus A. Like in every single instance of where you're going to die instead of up, up plus Aing, it's just a slow up plus A. Trying to make it into this like devilish thing, this ooh, this evil second controller Konami code. Like, <laughs> I don't that these old boys just came up with. They can be good, and it's like they turn something like, like a category that could be shit into something that's fun. And it's like, all right, great. But there's also categories, arbitrary times, they, arbitrary categories or arbitrary shit is used. And it's not for the better, or they have problems. Like they're using it for the better, but they like 
make mistakes. The most common one I've seen is begging the question. Uh, when people say like no major skips or no major glitch, it's like, well, how do you define what is or is not major? And it's like inherently arbitrary and it's not necessarily obvious. My favorite case, of course, being a link to the past where in no major glitches, part of the category is like saving and quit or death warping, essentially the same as the Metroid uh, would be, not be allowed or intentionally death warping rather. So it's like, the fastest way to, to like beat that would be to play ultra risky so you unintentionally die in places where intentionally dying would be faster, and technically that would follow the category of rules. But I didn't mean to die there. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like so unintentionally dying would be faster. I didn't go out of my way to take that damage, it just happened. I just happened to die, you know? Like I, I've shit posted in several Link to the Past chats about how save and quit is like, is saving a major glitch? <laughs> I fucking love it. I've been doing it for like five fucking years. It still isn't old to me. <laughs> I think that we should have uh, gotten Dr. T. Chops in on this. Because, you know, he is the authority on Mirror's Edge. No major glitches. If he watches this, I'm sorry. Fun fact, there's a little bit of a speedrunning scene that's going on in uh, the GTA. There's a group of people... They run uh, little events. Uh, they're nifty for the people who show up. Tech-wise, they could use some upgrades, um, but that's not the point. The point of the story is Chops had a run in there. Me and those crazy guys showed up to support our boy boys because uh, Big Law was there as well. Shadex was there as well and everything like that. And just out of the blue, when we're leaving to go grab food across the street at a bar, some girl just goes up to him. It's like, oh my God, are you the Mirror's Edge guy? And he's like, uh, I loved when you completely roasted that guy. I mean, no major glitches. Like, And he's like, it's, he's just like, fuck, kill me now. I, I did so not bad. want this attention. But based, people like go up to him and it's like, you're the no major glitches guy. And it's like, oh God. Damn. I'm sorry, Chops. Is on there someone else in the Link to the Past community that uh, basically what would define be defined as a major glitch is any like uh, glitch or trick that would let you do the the dungeons or temples in an order you would otherwise not be able to do. Which, I mean, that would take like a certain amount of knowledge of the game to know what they are, but at least that's like that's a degree of objectivity to it. So it's like it's not purely just conjured a mess that you can't really say yes, this would or would not fit the category rules. One case, like uh, when Cuphead was originally released and they had the weapon swap glitch, where it's like there's a cooldown on certain weapons. It's like, oh, you have to wait for like two seconds or whatever to shoot this weapon again. But if you like swap back and forth between your two weapons, you can just shoot it immediately. And uh, they would have a weapon swap ban where they're like, if you if you ever swap weapons and it's like two, if you ever use a weapon like after swapping to it, you have to like wait until you would be able to use it. It was like, uh, like yes, in theory, you could count frames every time, but it's like it would just be like at the mod's discretion, and it's like that is that's ill-defined. Apparently, the mods would like count it or whatever; they would know. They've, yeah, they've since they've since then now it's thread. just like current patch which where it's banned and old patch where it's like available. So it's like it, it, it's a fixed. Well, I problem. think the newest patch got rid of the glitch. Is why yeah, because it's fixed. That's something where it's someone who's like. Not a moderator, if they watched it and counted the frames, they wouldn't be able to adjust to say, yes, this fits the rules, or yes, it does not. It's like, I think a category's rule should, like, anyone should be able to verify that it meets it. Can you imagine, like, this 
back in the day of the SDA, it's like, all right, guys, we, we need to count frames because I, I don't know how the game works, but they told me I gotta, they can't do this. Let's go frame by frame in this hour long run. They used to have a weird rule of like a no mysterious warping, like wrong warp shit, where it's like that was like just banned on principle because it looks like a video splice and they probably might not have been able to tell the difference back then. But so they've they've had like SDA had some weird rules. They've fixed most of them, but it's like like weird rules are going to be part of it. And I, like you should always assume maybe yeah maybe one of the rules you have for what you have now for your community is shit. It's like you should you know try to improve. It's a bad rule. I, I'm still confused. Why would you ban a weapon swap when it's really efficient? I've seen Mexican Runner do Cuphead. That's, I mean, it, it's taxing. It's a really, really taxing trick to do, but it saves you so much time. Yeah, the, some people just didn't like it. Cuphead from the start was just a fucked leaderboard. Let's oh, be yeah, honest. the fucking mod who didn't have the game and asked yeah, for Yeah, he asked for Steve Keys, like, hey, guys, can I have a <laughs> Like, yeah, that's a, that's another problem separate from arbitrary shit is like people trying to like they want to get in on that that new speed game. They're trying to be like a mod pre-release and be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be this. I'm going to get some prestige or fame or some shit by being a mod for this. And it's like, well, you know, it's funny bringing uh, that up. Um, there's a game I used to run, Invisible Ink. This was a stealth. It's another stealth game. This is a uh, top-down turn-based stealth game. Well, it's not turn-based. What well, is turn-based? Excuse me. It, cool game. Awesome, it, but the speed run you would do easiest difficulty, uh, really short runs, like 15 minutes. So I went to go submit my time, go create a leaderboard, because uh, the game was fresh. It was pretty new. It just came out of early access. This guy, Ooze, doesn't have a time, doesn't have any runs, just submitted it. Or he submitted the leaderboard. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, it's not, I, this isn't the first time I've seen it. And I submit my run, and he tells me, Hey, buddy, um, just so you know, your run is not classified as any percent. Your run is classified as, quote-unquote, beginner. And I said, what do you mean? I'm running on the easiest difficulty, yes, but I'm running to complete the game as fast as humanly possible. Not New Game Plus, nothing any of that, just a fresh file on the easiest difficulty. The thing that gets me confused about arbitrary, especially when it comes to difficulty is people have to separate categories based on difficulty. And this guy separated not only difficulty, but he separated what the idea of an any percent is. So I submitted an any percent run, but he called it a beginner run. And I'm like, why have two categories when they're the same thing? <laughs> like, what? You can go. So he could keep his world record. <laughs> not even no, doing he, it right. He, oh. he, this isn't the first time he's done it. He's done it for Brutal Legend. He's also got that leaderboard. And I don't want to turn this into a speedrun.com thing. I'm just saying when people have no knowledge or no background to a game and they they look at something, they say, that doesn't seem right to me. That should be a category. That's where I feel it's a bit arbitrary. I think if you try to if you're trying to excuse something or eliminate something from a speedrun or add something to it that isn't necessary, you're adding an arbitrary sense to something. When I did my run for Invisible Ink, it was a any percent run. It, it, there's no other way to look at it. You could look at the difficulty and try to separate it, but it's why would you put it? I'm sorry, it makes no goddamn yeah. sense. The point is, you you don't need to separate things. You keep them as simple as you can. The more shit you add, and especially if there's no one running the categories, it's fine if you if someone runs it. That's absolutely fine. Doesn't matter. But when you start just adding things to leaderboards, it's like why even have them? Why bother? Like, 
no one's gonna run yeah. it. Yeah, like correctly using arbitrary for like a, com- a games community would be like you can make an arbitrary category and you should do it if and only if it like creates more fun for the community. And that, that couldn't be had otherwise with the categories yeah, pre-existing. And, and as long as you also understand that you cannot confuse what an any percent is. And any percent for a lot of games can be different. But the main thing is with an any percent is you start, finish. Whether it's killing the final boss on the last trigger or the last, last, last screen. You, you have to know what an any percent is and leave it there. You can't change it. You can't add anything to it. Uh, you have to complete the game. That's what I think. And if, if you're doing something, and I, I'll bring this up later, but there's, there's some categories that don't even complete the game. And I think that is purely arbitrary. I don't think that is... I, it's fine if you run it, but if you're not completing the game, it defeats the entire point of what a speedrun is. You're completing a task really fast. Sure, we can agree on that. But you're not completing a game fast. That makes sense? I can see that, yeah. It's like a big... It could be like a race category, but you, I don't think it should be like a speedrun.com, like full game category. Maybe like an IL, IL or something yeah. uh, of its own, but a full game, no, and something that it has its own category in a full game section. I feel that's just defeats the whole purpose. I'm sure you would love Chinatown Wars win the house. Then basically, in Chinatown Wars, you can go to corner stores and buy yourself a lottery ticket, and on one of the lottery tickets, you have a chance to win a house, and you can only unlock the house from a from uh, scratching the lottery tickets. So there's a fucking there's a fucking category where you race <laughs> to unlock the house. Oh yeah, still, like, or like uh, it's a uh, fucking SRL miss before they purged it. There'd be races of like preheat oven to 450, uh, chug a two liter, <laughs> take a shower, or like order a pizza and like on countdown, everyone would place the order. And when the doorbell rings, you you hit dot done or shit, and it's like. Yeah. Click plus one. That's on arbitrary, but too. it's fucking hilarious. You, I'd you say that's real okay. life. <laughs> you want real life fucking crazy categories? SGDQ elevator percent. <laughs> Worst <laughs> fucking real life speedrun ever. The elevators are broken. Let's hit all the buttons on the elevator and keep them from fucking working more <laughs> because that's what we that's what we love being on like the eleventh floor of a really tall fucking hotel. Or you got to go into the basement where everything is and the elevators are broken. I love it. I did not. I fucking hate it. Uh, Lurk, I think you read about Hollow Knight. Uh, what, what was funny about it? So Hollow Knight has something similar to Cuphead. And their rules are in their, in their uh, no major glitches uh, category. They have uh, something called inventory storage and wall cling storage. And there's two asterisks with those. And the asterisks read, the first one here for inventory storage... Allowed in situations where it is clearly accidental, so long as there is no benefit gained. And then they give an example of falling into deep nest, which I don't understand. I haven't actually played this game. Or yeah, or like dying in no major glitches in a link to the past accidentally. The second asterisk is is for the wall cling storage and reads Allowed when gained by dashing through opening doors, so long as no major benefit is gained by it. And then they have um, a sentence at the end of their rules, which I find also interesting. It says, if there is something not listed here that seems like a major glitch, please ask in the Discord before using it in runs. Yeah, to me that's just like, then it's like soft restrictions. They're not really restrictions. Like Rather than just like, uh, you could say like, oh, we'll, we'll ban death warping, but we'll accept some deaths if it's accidental. And it's like, but then it's like, 
accidental deaths would then be like the the best way to go. Just play stupidly risky, and it's like, uh, it's 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 ill defined. I don't like it. I just hate the category name. No major glitches. It should be something like no popular <laughs> glitches or no colloquial glitches or something like that. Because like. D- Defining a glitch as major or minor is just fucking retarded, honestly. Hey, I got something better. Classic percent. Just have legacy runs. Funny. Legacy, yeah. <laughs> just have legacy. Don't call them glitchless. Don't call them classic. Just, just go legacy. People love, like the word legacy. Just call them legacy speed runs. Hey guys, uh, big gamer twenty seven here doing legacy runs. I think yeah. If a link to the past, and so when they switched from like no out of bounds, no save and quit, all that shit. If they did it a year later, they probably would have did legacy. But at the time, it was like they weren't ready for it, man. <laughs> Another game, Mario Kart sixty four. It has the skips and no skips. So be begging finish. Well, what is a skip? And it's actually fairly well defined. It's like like jumping over a wall. And in that game, it's like the, what a wall is is. Well understood. So it's like well defined. It's not like a, a, a rule that isn't well defined because that's like that's the biggest problem with like arbitrary categories to me is when it isn't well defined. If it's like this lurky mess where it's like, well, technically I could do this and I'd be following the rules, and they're like, well, we don't like it. It spiritually goes against it, and it's like then you didn't fucking write it properly. It's not fucking a restriction if it's a soft restriction, and it's like, oh, that's what pisses me off. Or even just defining what a glitch is. Uh, can be pretty fucking hard to do. Like, if you look at Sonic 3 and Knuckles, where it's like, you know, it's, you're, people spent years, like, debating with, like, with, like, tool-assisted run people, but it's, like, technically, it's, like, clipping in, in like, most contexts is, isn't a glitch, even though it, you could use it to save time or weird shit. And it's it's a mess. Or uh, one thing I love to shit about uh, Pokemon runners, or it's, like, when they're doing Glitcher Sun, and they would use, yeah, the Polka Doll on Marowak, and it'd be like, oh, you're doing the Polka Doll glitch, and they'd fucking, some of them would get pissed off, where they're like, no, it's not a glitch, it's it's like a bug, or like an unintended side unintended side effect on the developer's <laughs> part, and it's like, what the, and it's like, calling, it's like, bugging a glitch, it can contextually mean the same thing, it's, it's fuck. Yeah, you gotta get everyone on board with the same terminology. That essentially goes in and it's like how how you define a glitch is, is like in the computer science like world that would be like you know like a hardware fault but like a bugger glitch is an unintended behavior of a sequence of actions essentially so if um a bug could be like if I'm doing two plus two but uh, I'm getting through. I'm getting three instead of four. Well, that's a bug in the code right there because it's not adding properly. A glitch could be like if I'm doing two plus two and it's going really fast, and all of a sudden I like overflow it, and then it like goes into like minus whatever. That's that's probably what I would consider a glitch because I've glitched it to do that with an un. In 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 any case, like it's an unintended. Uh, consequence of doing uh, an intended of actions, and it was not intended by the developer. I'm fairly certain the Marowak thing is probably a lot of shit from Pokemon first gen is not intended by the developers. That game is a fucking mess. It is. Of spaghetti code. But uh, yeah, rather than use glitchless because it's like defining a glitch, you could just like the reason they do it is because, like in Mirror's Edge, uh, glitchless would be no out of bounds, no kick glitch, no slide glitch, no beamer, and no clipping through solid objects. And it's like, well, that'd be too long to say, but it's like, if, it, like, because you could still be using glitches besides those, or like, like questionable things. 
So it's like it, it begs the question, and it's like if you can, the category naming should show like say what you cannot do, not what you can. So if it's like, oh, you can do anything that's glitchless or seems like it's intended, but it's like that's it's not well defined, and it's it's. I think yeah, it, it, maybe the category name is long. We'll fucking get used to it because sometimes that gives you clarity where it needs to be. Brevity is not an excuse for inaccuracy. Yeah, like with Grand Theft Auto Five, at first it was like any percent, no save warp, no taxi, blah blah blah. Then people renamed it to Classic Percent, and then with Classic Percent, there was people that because in GTA Five, you had three endings, and two of the endings would kill off a protagonist. So people were doing the ending that would kill off a protagonist because, well, it's a fast, it's faster to do that last mission. You're skipping a whole mission. You're just jumping straight to a two-second car chase and you're done with. And then Decap was like, oh, no, but in GTA, you never got to kill a protagonist before. And classic no protagonist has ever meant- died in a previous yep. GTA game. <laughs> you were in that thread. <laughs> I was in that thread. I fucking love that thread. It, it was, was a, a great thread. And then, like, my argument, and same with Adam's AK argument, because they kept saying, oh, it's got to be, like, traditional GTA. Okay, well, in Vice City, you could taxi warp. So what, is Vice City going to get a... This was before Vice City got really broken. So it's like, okay, so it's Vice City can get a classic percent now where you have to drive to the club on a mission. And then it's like, okay, if you're saying it's got to be like old GTA games, well, then why are you using the stupid fucking uh, abilities that GTA 5 featured? You know, that wasn't a previous GTA game, so you can't use that. Man, that was just... Oh yeah, I, I just pasted game. the uh, the the forum for GTA uh, three. Just look What's, at all all the locked threads about categories. There. Yeah. You'll see how much of a mess it is. I mean, there's also um, when it comes to uh, an arbitrary category, there's also just mistakes that happen if with regards to the leaderboard with it as well. Um, we brought up Tetris earlier, um, and with NES Tetris, one of the arbitrary categories is a hundred lines. But there is actually two kind of branches of that. There's one where you go on the fastest level start that you can do, and you try to go for that uh, top speed. And the other is starting at level zero. So everybody starts on the same playing field. Uh, There's a bit of a different strategy involved, because now that the pieces are slower, you could potentially garbage stack uh, halfway up the play field and then only use the top half of the play field to get 100 lines very quickly, which is something you really cannot do on the higher levels because it's moving too fast in order to move left and right on the top. One of the moderators for that leaderboard decided, why, why do we have this split up? There's there's level zero and there's everything else. You know what? We're just going to combine them with this feature on speedrun.com. So that way, uh, if you have a time and it's on a level higher than zero, that's the one that will appear. But if you want to check for level zero times, you can do that by going to the level select, which, by the way, brought up a fucking drop down that was 18 levels long, which would go past your desktop, even on like a 1080p monitor it would go past it. So you can't actually choose the bottom fucking levels. And also, it would if you submitted a higher time with on a higher level, it basically kind of got rid of the level zero because your the higher level superseded the lower one. So it basically killed off a whole category that people were playing for fun. And the best part was this happened 
like two, three days after the community had a tournament for level zero starts. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, we got a bunch of new people for this uh, category that we think is pretty fun. It's not, I mean, it's competitive in its own way. Yeah, fuck you guys. We just got rid of it off the leaderboard. It got reversed after I think a week or two ago. Another mod was like, "Yeah, this mod made a mistake because that mod didn't even um, didn't even ask anybody else in the community or any other mod. He's just like, I want to clean up the leaderboards. I'm going to do this. It, it's already arbitrary to begin with, and it, it, it's like that. The community's good. Why, why would you fuck it up? Uh, earlier, I, I posted the spreadsheet. In like 15 minutes, I found 36 games that have no major glitches in their. Uh, Categories, which is a fucking lot. So it's like this is this is commonplace. So it's like there's no, you know, uniformity as to what that means. It will forever be begging the question for someone who's not like you know very knowledgeable in the game. They're not gonna fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like how does a new person know what the hell's a major glitch? I mean, even people who are familiar, it's like with with Sonic games in particular, between like people the tool sister runs, it would be like, well, what's Clipping in this context, like from the tool assisted guys, where it's like they can very like concretely tell you, pro- like from a programming perspective, it's like yes, this is acceptable and this is a glitch, or it's like, and, and then uh, like the runners would be like, eh, I disagree, and it's like it's glitchless or glitch, it's fucking vague. Ban what is specifically restricted, not just you know make a category where you accept any actions that are that I like or, or fucking. I fucking hate Can it. Can we man. just call glitchless let's play percent? <laughs> Fine by me. I, I I think that would be more accurate, honestly. That's like the first family of issues I have with uh, arbitrary shit. Because arbitrary things can be good. One of the common things was when people do it wrong is begging the question. Another minor one, improper branches, or it's like doing this one trick uh, like leads, like another trick requires a, a prior trick being done, where it's like a branch. Where it's like, so doing this out of bounds requires like this clip. And it would be like, so banning clipping would necessarily ban the out of bounds, but banning that out of bounds wouldn't necessarily ban clipping. Some people, it's like, the, or they might uh, do it the other way around where they uh, want to ban one thing without banning the other because some restrictions are, are independent of another. All main quests in uh, Breath of the Wild, where they'll have like, uh, essentially, there's it's the original game, no DLC. An extended where it includes the DLC and DLC quests, but it's like it's not quite it because in the original they started allowing um, like the DLC gives you new items or new like flying treasure chests and shit and like a lot of new extra shit. Uh, so, but you can actually just turn the DLC off and run on like you know without DLC. But rather than that, they're like, oh well, let's just turn the DLC on, use the extra DLC items and DLC shit, but then not do the DLC quests. So at the end. They'll have 15 of 20 main quests, because those five quests, they're not part of the original, but they still use the extra not-original shit. They still call it original. If you look at the thing, it's all main quests original, and it's like, what you're fucking using isn't original. You're using DLC items. still defined. You should just have I mean, it as, like, DLC, no DLC quests, but DLC items. Those are independent in this context. I already hated that game. Not, not the game itself, but kind of like the the arbitrariness of it all because of the whole fucking amiibo controversy that happened with it. One of the things about the game is that uh, if you use an amiibo, an item will drop. And that's all fine and dandy, but obviously people are like, well, now this kind of puts a paywall up 
which I mean, it, it's a Zelda game. Are paywalls really new to you? People are importing Chinese IQs just for the fastest time or whatever the hell they were doing. Need this specific version for whatever. But what they were doing is they were using homebrew, really piracy, to clone the, the amiibos that they want into a different amiibo. So they would have a stack of just one certain amiibo and they would consistently use it over and over and over again. It's like... It's functionally the same as using a third-party controller. Yeah. For me, it's just kind of messed up. It's like you're, you're pretty much doing piracy right now just because this is faster... It's like, oh well, it's context. It's no different than if I actually own them. But yeah, it's, there's, I don't know. It, it's hitting that gray area that I don't yeah. really. Yeah, that's like a legal gray area, not a speedrun yeah. categorical area. But it's, it's like, but it was still the whole thing because it necessitating an argument. It spawned yeah. a lot of debate on like, is using amiibos actually a thing that people should be allowed to do in for a run of that game? It was like, no, we should not be using Amiibos. No, we should be using Amiibos. It, it, it spawns... I haven't checked the form, but I remember on the cesspool that is our speedrun, there was quite a bit of heavy debate on it from people who don't run the game who think they know better. Uh, yeah, I brought up uh, Crash 2, put it in the um, chat. How another thing with like, uh, you know, it's an implied restriction or something. I guess this, I don't know if this is like an implied restriction or it's an independent restriction that they think is dependent. I'm probably just an implied one, but they have the item glitch is banned. It saves like 15, probably a little more minutes. And in any percent, it's allowed. In any percent game over abuse, it's banned. And then any percent no game over abuse, it just says no game over abuse. But the item glitch is also banned. And it's like, just fucking say that then. If you're saying no game over no game over abuse, no item glitch. And it's like, but the no, they want to add this fucking vagueness to it when it's like you could just make it perfect with in the title, it says everything you're not allowed to do, and they fucking don't do it. And that pisses me off. I could probably look for more, but I was oh, I was too mad, so those are the only two examples I saw for dependent or independent restrictions being misused. Another like arbitrary category are games where you have a leaderboard for a previous patch and a newer patch. So example would be with Half-Life, you have the old for Half-Life 2, you got like old engine and then new engine and yeah, fucking memes there. Yeah, well yeah, I can see that of like like old patch or current patch, but what would be interesting to me if there's a game where it's like a patch like midway in between was fastest for TF2, uh if you're going to do Man vs Machine, want the Pyro Dragon the, the new flamethrower, like Dragon's Fury or whatever, when that came out, it could crit and do like, uh, like way more damage than it should have to tanks as well as buildings. And uh, that whatever that patch was would be the fucking god tier. You'd be one engineer and five pyros. Just the engineer just to have the pyros go back and forth to get upgrades. And the pyros would just like fucking wave of flames and everything would die. And that would be the, like the ultimate patch. But it's not the current patch and it's not the oldest patch or the old. It's like... Are there any other are there any games that have like a mid midway patch? I'd be curious of that. Yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto Four actually. With Grand Theft Auto Four, uh, Kyle does it, the world record holder for that game, and a couple of other runners. Oh, he's the one who's getting fucking mad pissed in that Grand Theft Auto Five thread. <laughs> yeah, I anyway. kept saying stupid shit, and he just got. <laughs> I love that guy. He's my anyway, boy. Anyway, so for Grand Theft Auto Four, um, he's running on the one point zero point four point zero patch for GTA Four. And from what my understanding of that patch is, and he says it's the fastest patch, and from what I understand, it is the fastest because the load times are slower. 
And the way Rockstar did the shadows in that specific patch is they're not very high demanding on a frame rate. Whereas in the original patch of the game, so fresh, freshly installed, no patches installed, the way shadows worked in that game was very wonky. And then the patch after 1.0.7.0, the shadows were way too uh, way too detailed. So it ate up a lot of frame rate and ate up a lot of uh, load times as well. So like he's running the game on that patch because, you know, the frame rate is better and the load time is better. Now, there is no category separation between the patches, but it's just like, yeah, it's interesting that you got that middle patch. I, I can see, like on PC, where I feel like it could be easy to get, but if it's like console, it's like 1.0 or 1.1. It's like if you have the slower version, you just eat the time loss. It's on the same category, and it's like, it, it's, it's interesting. This talk about um, TF2 has brought up a, um, an interesting dilemma for me. And, anyways, is uh, Hearthstone. Hearthstone is the uh, online trading card game made by Blizzard. If nobody, somehow you don't know what that is. But um, there is um, a new game mode that has come out, which I have yet to play. But uh, there was a mode that I did get to play, and it is, uh, it's a roguelike mode. Um, I forget what it's actually called. But in any case, um, people speak, th- there is literally leaderboards for. Um, Hearthstone right now. I don't think there's uh, a leaderboard for the uh, for the roguelike mode or the new one. But uh, how how would a leaderboard even deal with that? Because the game consistently goes through patches with its cards and everything. I'm, I mean, even in like tutorial or normal practice, there's base cards, and while they don't necessarily get patched, they can get patched. But because it's an online game, you can't just roll back a patch. Like as soon as Hearthstone updates, that's it. You cannot go backwards. So how does that affect this leaderboard at all? Like if all of a sudden a card gets nerfed and somebody had a world record and it relied on that card, you literally cannot beat it anymore. Oh yeah, TF2 on speedrun.com, it's like it's all in the same patch, and it's like every run is automatically outdated. But it's like we don't. Really, it's like all right, just if they used a better weapon, well, we got to just try that much harder. <laughs> but yeah, one thing Tier One brought up is that uh, you could have like a, a if maybe it's not all the infos in the title, but you could just have like in the rules, or if you have like rule set one, rule set two, and it's like all right, well, you from reading the title of the category, it's like all right, I'm going to need to read whatever the fuck this is, or like legacy percent. For what uh, like a link to the past, no like no major glitches, no saving quick could have been, where it's like it it leads to the you know it implies that like there's rules or shit you need to read, but if you're gonna have like any percent no game over abuse, that doesn't imply that there's any extra rules. When it, there fucking is no item glitch, and I, that's my fucking problem, is when they're banning things uh, without you know any reason to think that they would be banned. Which is kind of like a misnomer, which is my next uh, category or our next category of uh, ways you can have arbitrary things be fucking shit and make mistakes. Like uh, they've since fixed it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion, uh, where they had any percent and any percent without a bounds, and like any percent with a trick, it's like you're already pissing me off. They've since fixed it, where they have any percent no out of bounds and any percent. So good on them. 100% is still a little iffy, but we'll get to that. Super Meat Boy, any percent. And then any percent major glitches. It's another example. It's where it's like, 
That's a minor one, but it's still like a, it's like any percent on them, like with certain tricks that just automatically pisses me off. And I want to be the boshy. There literally isn't even uh, an any percent category on the speedrun.com page. It's not something anyone can even run or submit. They only have the no, like a uh, no wrong warps, dark boshy only. There were some other restrictions, but like those are like the main ones. They okay. When I look at the category, they now say that though there's two those two restrictions. They also have a uh, variations for difficulty, so they fix some of that. But it's like they used to just call it any percent. So it's like I got the any percent record, and it's like no, you fucking didn't, because <laughs> like uh, one guy is like a demonstration did beat it in like six minutes, uh, in like a tutorial video, and the current record here is thirty minutes. So and it's like that's not the fucking any percent record. You're pissing me off. Yeah, it's like it's like again, like the default category doesn't just mean any percent. Any percent is not like the default. Like maybe it's like, oh, any percent is boring, so we'll just call like any percent without this trick any percent. And it's like fucking no, that's not how this shit works. Uh like with uh one example of people doing this properly, Sonic Adventure 2 battle, any percent, it's fucking garbage where it's like you can essentially go through one level collecting an item over and over again, and it like after you do that like fifty times, you do it for like twenty minutes of just doing the first like 10 seconds of a level over and over getting a key and it's like and then it's like all right you got the end <laughs> and it's it, it's absolute garbage but they're like yeah that's any percent and it's shit we all run hero story or like you know the an adequately named category mm-hmm. there's also like yeah yeah 100 percent that aren't like i'll start off with an example where it's actually kind of understandable i guess um and zombies ate my neighbors in the 100 percent of that you save all of the neighbors um, but in within the game, there's actually a pair of neighbors that is uh, impossible for you to actually save. So the total number is one off of you know the actual total number of neighbors that is in the game. Uh, but we still call that 100 percent, even though technically it's not. You're technically not saving all of the neighbors as is defined by the category, but you're saving all of the possible neighbors that you could get. So it's still 100 yeah. percent. But that's you, you wouldn't know that if you don't run the game. You know, it's not it's not obvious from just looking at it. Another thing uh, that I've shit posted on in forums years and years ago is Luigi's Mansion a hundred percent they call it. Uh, where you have to get a million gold and rank A. Or and rank A and all booze. Yeah, because rank A it does, it only requires the uh, no, hundred million gold. It doesn't require all booze or the gold frames you get from doing bosses a certain way. And uh, there's actually a limit to the amount of gold you can get. It's 142,390,000. But it's like, the, 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 in order to get 100%, they call it max percent. Uh, is getting Max percent would be getting all the finite amount of gold, all the booze, and all the gold frames for bosses. And it's like, that's 100%. <laughs> so it's like, I remember doing the math of like, uh, if you're only getting 100, if you only require 100 million gold to get rank A, you're doing 70.23% of the game. So that's what you should name your category. And it's like, uh, like it's not 100%. Is what the, the, the game doesn't have an in-game percentage counter, so I get, you know, you, you have to define 100% in some way, but you're fun to, you, like, you're, if there's extra things you can get that you're not getting, it's not fucking 100%. The Wind Waker, they'll have like 100% or 100% plus figurines, because in the normal 100% definition, getting the figurine is annoying. Well, f- fuck you, just because it's a <laughs> shitty category. It should be 100% minus figurines is what you're running. It's not 100% plus figurines. It's like, 
It's a common thing. I think uh, someone mentioned Kingdom Hearts 100%. It's a miscellaneous thing here. No one's even done a fucking run of it. So it's like, yeah, the 100% rules, you go to the rules things, and it's like 100% requirements here, and it links a paste bin. This page has been removed. It doesn't fucking exist. Well, what good is that? Another thing that annoys me as well with 100%, it's not necessarily like the category, but the game itself, um, it will have a counter that goes above 100%. It's like... yeah. Meat Boy 106, like, no. Spyro. That, this is not how math works. Yeah. You either have 100% of the items or you don't. Yeah, but like if it's in game or it's like in game, they call it that, that's fine. If they're doing it with like a game that doesn't have percentage counter and they're calling it 100, yeah, that's retarded. You're, you're just adding trouble where it doesn't need to be. But in like Donkey Kong Country and shit, it's like. They call it that way, so that's what it is, even if it's like kind of stupid. But it's- I mean, as, as long as the categories is, is the right one, according to the game, for that full completion, I, I'm okay with that. But for me, the grand, you know, the holy grail of fucking up 100% category definition is when your game has an in game percentage counter and you don't use it to define 100%, because that's what the Breath uh, Breath of the Wild does, where it's like, in Breath of the Wild, 100%, it's defined by, like, the map, essentially, like, getting everything in the map, like the Koroxes, all that shit, and it's like, well, we don't we don't like that, so we're making up our own 100% of, like, getting all the collectibles and, you know, getting all the shit. They don't have it as, like, oh, acquire all these things. They just call it 100% because they're fucking morons. It's cosmic brain as fuck. That's, like, so, that's so brainlit. That's like, they would not be able to beat Dr. Brain on the easiest difficulty, okay? <laughs> That's either, yeah, super, super brainlit or just like galaxy brain. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, that, that's, that's some shit. Then the rest is kind of like, no real like families. It's like, what else we have? Partial game categories. Oh yeah, Tetris, where it's like 100 lines. There's also one here for 300,000 points. But it's like, at least it's defined. Like, I know what you mean when you say that. It's not like this vague, shadowy thing that, it, like, I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Or someone linked to me, a uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix Fake Credits, which is basically two-thirds of the game-ish. There's a fake credits, and there's still gameplay after that. It keeps going. I think a good example of a partial game category that has, has a little something to it is um, in Ghost Sweeper Mikami. You can do um, an easy percent, which stops after I want to say level four, and then it tells you to like up to the normal difficulty to finish the game. I've seen yeah in other games where it's like the easiest difficulty only has a few levels, but that's still like you're still beating the easiest difficulty if it that. ends there. Yeah. It's partial of the game, but you're reaching a point in the game that is like yeah. Here's the cutoff. The, There's no more in that gameplay specific after difficulty. That. that is the ending. Right, right, right. That happens a lot with uh, puzzle games where. Beginner mode will only go up to a certain point of whatever vague story like a mode super that's monkey going ball on. where beginner would have like ten levels or some shit. It's like that's beginner then. Like you're not defining things by any percentage. It's the difficulty you're doing, and any any a beginner would end there. For uh, wow, it's like purely oh yeah, they have a uh, level one to ten for a bunch of shit, no heirlooms or whatever. All vanilla dungeons are all raids, and it's like well that at least it's like it's arbitrary, but it doesn't look like. Yeah, like they'll they'll have more specific rules, but it looks like it's all well defined. So even though it's like purely just made shit up because it's like, well, I like this game. There's no defined ending, so let's just make some shit up that's fun to speedrun. All right. Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for that. 
like the rule sets are all clear and and looks like they're all defined. There's no like categorical errors or mixing or or like inaccuracies there or incoherencies. I just I, I do wonder what like what a community would do say in something um, like Tetris or, or I'm thinking like Doctor uh, Mario or something like that, where you're 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 kind of getting up to like some round number like a hundred this or you know level whatever. It's all good when you have it well defined and people are agreeing with with you. But what what do you do when that asshole comes around who is like you know I'm gonna get the eleven line Tetris world record. I'm gonna get the fifty one line. I can Tetris tell you record. exactly what what happens. What do you do with that bitch? We tell him to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Essentially, yeah, it's like if more than one person runs a category, sure, you could add it. But if it's like the community, it's like we all just run this. I can understand you just being like, you know, fuck off. If you want to do it, you could just me- measure it on your own leaderboard of you. Basically, it's kind of akin to there. there's like a, a marathon happening in your city. And it's like everybody's racing to be first. And some asshole decides to stop halfway through and like, no, I'm done. I beat it, guys. I beat it. I beat it. They get enough time halfway through. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody else just goes, no, you didn't. Go fuck off. And they just continue doing their thing. There's 23 games on speedrun.com that are tagged as an MMORPG. Uh, Or this one's a good one. Guitar Hero Smash Hits. There's any percent vocals. Empty. Drums. Empty. Bass. Empty. Band. Empty. Guitar. Bam. This guy has done expert in three hours, 52 minutes. Easy, nothing. Medium, nothing. Hard, nothing. Okay, let's go to the next... Uh, hey, what's this game? Uh, Guitar Hero Metallica. 100% empty. Unlock all songs, empty. Full combo, empty. But then there's like 245 stars and unlock all songs, which are the exact same fucking run. There's a very good point in chat where it's like, it should not be on speedrun.com. Is it even a speedrun at that rate? You, you can't speedrun a song. It, How can it has you a defined sync? length. You <laughs> or, can't go any faster. This one's actually sync. curious to me. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution. It's it was released on the Game Boy Color and the PlayStation. They have them both on one leaderboard. That's like split to be three stages PlayStation and then another tag for three stages Game Boy Color. Which usually I've seen each game page would have its own like separate like web link, but this is the same URL, which is neat. I think that's actually cool. It's still dumb because it's a rhythm game, but. You can't go any faster than the three shortest songs. <laughs> uh, and then for guitar, yeah, for a, like a Guitar Hero, like there's one that's like actually impressive of Guitar Hero 3, full combo every song. So that's like hit every single note. And it's like, well, it, that's impressive, but it's still like, it, 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 you can't speed that up. All you can do is not fail. And that's like purely a rhythm game. The only else you can speed up is like menuing in between, which like if that's what you're calling a speed run, it's like I don't know if that should be on on speedrun.com. Maybe in the like the broadest sense of the word, yes, that's a speed run. But it's like it's I don't know if that should even be. Honestly, uh, there needs to be a cipher score attack for these kind of games. I mean, it's not really a score attack because it's not even doing optimal like. Uh, the special usage, it's purely just hit every note in every song uh, and do that in as short a time as possible. It's like, it's, it is a speedrun goal, yeah, but it's like still like... Menu to it's the next song time. as fast as possible. <laughs> it's, yeah. That pure menuing skill coming in, you know? I mean, I'm a little disappointed there's no DJ Hero in a game where you can actually rewind and waste more time. 
<laughs> That's true. That is true. Dude, you're thinking. You're thinking. I think it's the hot new thing I'm going to do. I'm going to do a whole like DJ Hero, any percent, no rewinds, but rewinds, Man. and then just rewind every single song and see how, uh, or, how uh, far. Yeah, I can see some people who are like, mm-hmm. if you have multiple characters allowed, you just use the fastest one. Anything else is arbitrary. And I think I'm, I'm going to ask Lurk here to talk about Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines in cases where it's like, you, yeah. you could argue that maybe you could have one a category for every you yeah, know, I think class. It's, I think it's interesting when some communities decide, um, like um, an example of this is like an, an easy one is like Diablo 2. Um, they have a bunch of different classes and they're all separated by um, you know which class that they're playing as, and um, Vampire could have done a similar thing. You know, we've got the all of the different clans, and those could all be uh, the, their own category. Um, and for a while, we ran um, Clan Tremere, which used to be you know we thought was the fastest. Now it's Clan Nosferatu, and we don't compare those on the same leaderboard at the moment. Um, it's not like anyone has run besides me uh, any of the other clans, so it just hasn't really come up at, at all. I think it gets a little messy when you when when you just decide like I'm gonna add every possible categorical criteria to the leaderboard for every possible category combination that could be done. You know, every class, every difficulty, every patch, every version, every like stat combination for a Fallout character. And it's just like (laughs) stop. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Do whatever you think is fun, and then figure it out. Like, or or, or or get deeper into the game and really figure it out. Don't just like, you know, there there isn't a need to to, to have all of these different separate comparisons when the game uh, could could be more centralized. Um, and I think that's uh, it's partially what 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 Bloodlines has done is just like don't worry about it until someone's actually done a run. I think that even it. like in a new game where you're like, oh, 100%, someone might do it, but it's like until someone's actually done a category, there's no reason to make it, even if yeah. it is a reasonable one. I think there's there's something to be said for if a new runner comes to a leaderboard that you mod and you have every possible c- category up there, and you, you know maybe you got the default one is like the, the starting one, they're still going to look at this and go like, what? There's 50 categories. What the fuck is this? Where do I start? <laughs> What's the fastest? Right, and that might not even <laughs> be might... the easiest to get into, and then they go and start doing yeah. some hard shit, and they did drop it because they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh no, you should have picked up this category out of you know the forty-five other ones you could have picked from." So it's like, "Fuck." Another thing that I that, that I don't like, and I think is arbitrary, um, and I'm glad that communities have at least separated this sort of thing, um, is runs that use scripts, and I'm thinking of uh, Half Life One. Half-Life and one. Half-Life Two, where they use bunny hop scripts and stuff like that, it just seems a little. It, it seems a little weird, but I guess there's there's an argument to be made that it's uh, similar to using uh, like Turbo, and that it's like, yeah, this is the movement based in the game, but like it does take a a, a lot to do, and it, if you could do it automated, you could focus on other other parts of the run. You know, um, I, I could see a comparison beyond just uh, scripting. One thing that S pointed out is that. Uh, you could just have all right. Each button you can only put like a one command on it or whatever. Or no, it's um you can't have like yeah a series of functions like scripting on a button, but they would allow like a uh, certain console commands like uh for like a lot of things in uh, like Source Engine would be like toggle duck or like kill self like kill just to, like kill your own character. But one thing I thought was interesting they have um reload which would like reload all the 
like the area you're in and shit. And he says like that saves him minutes, and you can't do that in game. That's purely a console input. As well as uh, our portals open all, which uh, avoids, as he says, it avoids any negative consequences of going demi out of bounds while reaping the benefits. And it's like, well, it's like, wh- why would these commands? It's like that—that's yeah. a—that's a weird area of like, how are you defining what commands are acceptable or not? It's definitely it's a slippery slope because doing a run with no clip on. It's just stupid, you know. It's like there's no one who should be like, doing that. Even if really. you wanted to do it, that's that's very much a different category. Whereas yeah. they would have like these are all just a new engine. You're doing these, like like you're allowing someone who's like using reload or portals open all. It's like that, that's that, that's like if someone's like not using console commands, like going mm-hmm. into the console to type shit in. It's like that's a weird area. Yeah, and I think there's also something to be said about like multiple actions tied to one key. Um, at that point, you're getting into using scripts essentially. Yeah, like yeah, because it's like you're doing multiple functions on that one frame. It's not like a series in time. It's all on that one frame. So it's like I could see what they're getting at for allowing like you know jump and duck on one key or some shit like that. Uh, but another thing is like multiple playthroughs in order to uh, beat a game, like. Uh, our, our boy Dan Salvato, the the hero who keeps submitting that Yoshi story all melons. Like, I, I like, dude. I'm talking to you. I hope it gets in someday. I I don't expect it to, which is sad. But <laughs> I don't keep, even keep think he's soldier. submitted it in recent times, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you need to play through the game three times to get like all melons. Oh, uh, and that that's the kind of thing. Or like uh, games that have like a lot of portals or like weird pathways, like Kid Chameleon and Umihara Kawasa. Uh, where like to do if you're gonna do the category of like all levels that would require at least would require more than one playthrough because like beating one level or taking a certain exit of a level would like deny you access to another and it, you'd have to do more than one playthrough in order to play all levels. I can mm-hmm. see sort of the same thing with like uh, RPG games. If you want to do all quests, you could either do like well max quests that you can do in one game or playthrough, or do like two playthroughs where you do like. Well, like one set of quests, and then like a second that like is all the ones that would like you wouldn't be able that were like precluded by doing the others. Like yeah. with Fallout, would be like all the good quests, all the evil quests. Doing an, something an, like that, and all quest categories a little interesting. Um, I'm in the process of doing one right now for Bloodlines, um, and I'm trying not to make it arbitrary. Um, and so one of the one of the things you can do is, is is try to find like a list of quests that 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 show up. Or not, you know, based on on, on certain um, elements in the game, uh, and that way you at least have something to go off of. Um, s- s- some of these games, where it's like, you know, if you have a certain level to enter or a certain boss to beat, you know, there, there's some more, there's something more defined. But if it's something like uh, Fallout or other RPGs, where it's like you can do this cool little thing and get this little item, does, does that count as a quest somewhere? Does that does that show up? Is, is it counted in some in some way, or is it just like? People deciding that you need to get this item in order to complete whatever the goal is, like 100% or all quests. Also, like with all quests, we're starting RPGs where it's like you could like beat the quest before I've ever gotten it in the first place or some shit. So, are you trying to like do all the quests or just have like in your like quest log have like the maximum that are like notated as being completed? Right. Yeah. Like you'd have to like decide which you want to go for. Yeah, I mean, Bloodlines is a little interesting in that um, you can very easily skip over some quests 
a good example of this is in the beginning of the game, your contact point at the in Santa Monica is a guy named Mercurio, and he's all messed up and asks you to get painkillers for him. Uh, you get painkillers right at the start of the game in your apartment, and if uh, you just hand it to him, then he takes it, and there's no quest, and and, and everything's hunky dory. But if you say that, okay, I'll go get you some, and then you talk to him again, and then you hand him the painkillers, then you get a quest that shows up in your log, and then you complete the quest upon handing him the painkillers. So it's like it's real weird where it's like, if I just hand him the painkillers, did I do the quest? Because it doesn't show up and say I completed the quest, so I must not have. Yeah. Are you gonna route it as like the maximum number of quests that it says you have completed? Yes. Yeah. It has to show up right. on the list and it has to be something I can fail or not. I guess, yeah. And so that's like uh that's a lot of different ways shit can be arbitrary. And I think we should I, I wanna give special shout outs to Cyberdemon who has entered some communities and be like this is some bullshit right here, and uh, points it out with uh, Resident Evil 4, where it's like uh, they would have 30, 30 per FPS or 60, and no one would do runs on like the easiest difficulty. So he's like, I'm just going to do any percent of like, you know, because 30 per FPS allows some glitches, but some can't be done. Some glitches can't be done on 60. So you would like swap between, and it's like that shit was all like, we don't want that. We don't do that. So they, and he was like, well, I'm fucking doing it. I have the any percent world record. And uh, like stirred a major amount of shit. I think the logic there was like, oh, the consoles can't FPS switch, but it's like the PC version can. So who cares? It's now the fastest version. There was re- yeah, there was various reasons for all the things, but Cyberdemon was like, I just want to do the fastest thing possible, and Cyberdemon went and did it. He also did that with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Forbidden Memories, where it was the uh, card duplication, whatever. Yeah, so just did runs with like card duplicates where you can like save cards on a separate memory card or like constantly reuse them or like yeah you know, from like duplicating them. And uh, in eighty percent, they weren't doing that. But it's like it like that's that's kind of a mixed thing because it's a shit game, so I don't really care. But it's like good on good on you for like you know stirring up the arbitrary bullshit. And then uh, I guess one thing that we haven't really talked about was like regional or version differences. But on the Mega Man X, there's like the PlayStation Collection, which is just faster. A lot of the Mega Man X community, they're like, fuck that, we play on the original console. Kudos for, uh, you know, just stirring the pot, but I won't comment on that because that's for a different episode. Yeah, so now we're going to get into some examples of uh, arbitrary done right. Pretty much just something that is just well-defined, uh, easy for, for someone new to understand. Like uh, Super Mario 64, 100%. It's not get all the coins and get all the shit. No, 120 star. It's like, bam. You know what you're talking about? Someone who's never seen the fucking game before would be like, oh, there's a star counters up there to get 120. Great. The only thing like uh, that's not like you don't know from that automatically is like uh, the implied restriction of beating the game because the timing doesn't end when you get the 120th star. It's you get the 120th star and then like the key after getting the, killing the boss. That's like an implied restriction in any restriction is like beating the game. Uh, then like 16 star, it's like, Use the backwards long jump, skip through shits. Basically the same in one and zero, just do it in a different spot. 70 star, it's like, that's the only one where it's like backward long jump is banned. So it's like, I could see that as like someone who's like never seen it before. They might not clue into that. Because you could just call that any percent no backwards long jump. I'm not sure if there's anything else. It's really a legacy category from the sounds of it. But yeah, it's like, it, 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 it's like legacy percent and it's like, but still, it's like for the most part, it's like this. It's all nice and clean. Everything's the way it should be. N64, VC, and ME, they're all like separated. 
It's, it's like everything's all nice and clean. It's like good on you. Let's see. Super Mario World. All right. 96 exit. It's not 100%. It's not like, oh, get all these coins. No, you just fucking get, do this. It's in the category name. It's all nice and neat. 11 exit, zero exit, all castles. Not 100% or like... Castle you know, percent. Fuck, <laughs> yeah, no cape, no star world. Low percent, small own. You fucking know what they're talking about. It's like good on you. SMB3, any percent, no wrong warp, any cent warpless. And then there's 100% and it's like, well, how do you define 100? And it's like, yeah, it's like beat every level, kill all the shit. It's like, do all the stuff. So it's, it's like, all right, there's nothing bullshitty about it. Legends of Zelda on the NES. Any percent no up A, which is mentioned like on the second controller. If you press up A, it like kills you. So like, all right, we'll just separate that. 100%, which is like getting all this shit. Like a link to the past. You don't get the bomb or uh, quiver upgrades because they're like, well, it takes, those are annoying. And it's like, well, <laughs> I fucking hate that shit, man. It's not 100%. But in, in Legend of Zelda Ness, that shit's 100%. And like low percent, any percent, it's all like, it's nice. Everything's nice and neat. Nothing's bullshitty. And here's, yeah, here's a special case of uh, Space Station Silicon Valley. 100% is technically not possible because, like, one of the items that you're supposed to get in the game, it's just, like, it doesn't have any collision detection or some shit. So 99% is the, you know, the max category. It's the highest you can get. But it's, like, technically that's, like, the 100% for this game, which is neat. And then any percent, it's, like, there's not some subtleties or like some things we don't want. Like there's some things banned that we don't like. It's no, it's just fucking what it should be. Or like Majora's Mask. I know that uh, when you like save and reset every item that can be saved, you need to get items that you don't like can't be saved. Like your bomb count or ruby count. You don't need to get those. And it's like, it's the best hundred percent definition in a Zelda game. Almost. They understand that it's so like it's, it's arbitrary. They're very self-aware and that it's just fun. Like a uh, lawbreaker. All cheats must be enabled at the start of each level. If you move or shoot before enabling them, you must restart the level. <laughs> and, uh, drop your weapons. No weapons, no grenades, punching only. I am the law. Hard difficulty. Also, uh, also no deaths. No. So it's like, yeah, it's like half of these don't are like purely empty. Judge rating, dread rating on all levels. Lawbreaker. Oh yeah, that's the first one. It's like it's just. It's just stupid and fun. And then probably the most stupid, this one's like engineered to be as like ass pain as possible, but it's still pretty funny. The uh, Mirror's Edge category extension, which has the speedrun.com me, 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 which like all right there, they have some, they have some good categories like no minor glitches, which I think other games need to start doing. Two players, one controllers, two players, one keyboard and mouse. RBO, reverse RBO, which is reverse RBO is some cosmic brain <laughs> shit right there. Uh, <laughs> any percent times 25, inverted keybinds, <laughs> true inverted keybinds where it does the rest of the keyboard as well. Like, they, you know, they thought out how to do like arbitrary shit. Really stupid. There's uh, this gold mine here, uh, GTA memes. Uh, there's, let's see, in GTA 3, you got 
health points, all hidden weapons, all off-road missions, any percent duplicate. That's a meme. Get to the shoreside Vale safe house. Hooker percent. Kingdom Cun percent. Lighthouse autos. Low percent and bad ending. That's a good one. Over overdose percent. Is that just dying? Yeah, it's just dying to make the game starts. <laughs> 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 Overdose right, percent, yeah. Portland percent, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sixty nine percent is also meme because, like, in the older, in the three, in the GTA three, and um, Vice City, I guess Rockstar being so funny, uh-huh, made it that you know sixty eight and seventy percent health doesn't exist. It just goes straight to sixty nine. So yeah. Oh, and then in Chinatown Wars earlier, I mentioned that amazing category, win the house. That's a that's a quality meme. Also, uh, I want to get, you know, let's see what the old boys, how they did it were uh, for Doom. There's like the easier difficulties and then there's like UV, ultraviolence and nightmare. And literally the only speedrun categories are for UV and then nightmare because all the other ones are like, they're just like, these are boring. These are baby. We're just going to do the, the, you know, the hard shit. So it's like, I could see arbitrary of like, well, you're not doing the uh, easiest difficulty, but it's like, there's kind of a, a mid ground where like the rocket jump stuff where it's like on the easiest difficulty, it wouldn't work. Cause you'd like, you don't get the mm-hmm. self damage and propulsion necessary. Well, there's like one in between category that could theoretically be faster, but everyone's like, no, we're doing the big dick category. Kind of like the stealth game sort of thing that Laz brought up where they have like UV speed where it's just beat, like, that's like any percent UV max, which is like the hundred, like get all the secrets, like get like everything that like counts up at the end of the level, you need to get all. Which, yeah, for even is killing all the enemies and getting all the secrets. I think nightmare speed, nightmare, hundred percent secrets. You don't need to kill all the enemies because they keep respawning anyway. As well as some extra like categories tacked on, but those are like the like the the main ones. Quake on speed demos archive. What was the rules they had? Yeah, and it, like it's basically just recorded demo. You can. You can die in a demo as long as you... Yeah, like you could die while finishing a level. That's the thing in Doom as well. It's like you can't respawn though because then it would like... It would, the, 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 like a demo ends when you like die and like uh, like if you attempt... Like when you respawn, I think it's a new demo. At least that's like what it's like in uh, Doom, I think. I know if, I'm not sure if it's the same in Quake. There's some kind of vagueness. Like you can't do it the cheap way. Like cheater bending the rules and like questions about these rules can be sent to like the Quake team. So it's like... If you think there's some cheeky shit, it's like you probably shouldn't do it, which is kind of a little messy, but it's like that's how they did. Next up, the Elite, famous for the uh, Golden Eye Perfect Dark. They're kind of their community is kind of famous just for being like big, big giant shitters because it's like if your main game is Golden Eye, it's like you don't want to play Golden Eye. You're just gonna shit post about Golden Eye, and that's what most of them do. They're actually pretty cool guys too. I've met a lot of them. Can't confirm they're cool people. But I think we can all agree that GoldenEye is a terrible game. Uh, Perfect Dark is undeniably a bet, like a direct upgrade. It still has its flaws, but it's a better game than GoldenEye. It's like that's why like, most of the people that run these games they just shit post on the elite forums, which are fucking legendary for shit posting. Like some people can't handle our white goose on Twitter just because he's been like, it's it's like he was you know hardened by by years of the elite forums, and he's been like like fermented into this super shit posting being that like, you know, they weren't, they aren't ready for him. He's too strong. And I guess another old boy thing, uh, the SDA knowledge base. And actually for the most part, I like SDA's rules. Most of the rules I think make a lot of sense. 
Fury their rules. They got rid of a lot of the stupid ones. Like a, a few years ago, they redid their rules pages. They tried to have every game fit the same like uh, category naming scheme, where they would have like like any percent with like large glitch skips glitches or some shit like that. I think I don't think a universal naming scheme is good. It needs to be like game specific. It's kind of like a necessity. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it for the the main topic. Whew. Anything else you guys want to say here? Just for like uh, before we get to the next shit. Uh, I do want to add something real quick. When I'm going to ask you guys, do you think do you think demos or beta quote unquote speedruns are completely arbitrary, or do they hold some merit as ILs? Um, and I'm, 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 I'm talking about things like. It's a section of the main game you can play, but it's not a part of the main game as of yet. It's just a teaser, or it can be a section of the game you're playing at the start of it if you want to time it anyway. I think it. Could, I think it. It would be like a like on speedrun.com. It'd be like a miscellaneous category. I don't think it should be a main one. Absolutely no, no. It should definitely be a miss. But is it completely arbitrary, or is it just does it have some sort of merit? Because it's a beta or demo. It could be fun. I think it is arbitrary, but it's like... Just because it being a demo would just make it miscellaneous. Not I like... think there's also the problem of there's a lot of different demos. If anybody remembers the PlayStation 1 demo discs, there could have been multiple demos that would happen for a specific game. I once saw someone actually speedrun beating a whole entire fucking demo disc on PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Or, See, uh, I could agree with Xbox, that. Yeah, one thing that's actually funny, on Xbox Live Arcade, you can do like a demo of like playing a game for 20 minutes, which Rom Scout, he can beat like so- Symphony of the Night in less than that. So he's like, I, I just played the demo and beat the fucking game. This piece of shit has no it content. It works, it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you can do that, then that's pretty cool. Then I... I I was just more. Familiar. I think yeah. You mean like a, a demo where it has like it has like the first area or like five percent of a game. I think that'd be like a good miss category. Yeah, I. I don't think I, it should be on the main thing or anything. Absolutely, I, I would. I, I would always look at those and say that's definitely arbitrary. And if people want to run it, that's fine. I, I just don't think it really holds any water, and especially if it's a demo, which is not going to. Especially if it's digital, it's going to be vaporware at some point. I mean, hell, you could argue, I wonder if people did speedruns of PT. I actually don't know about that. I think with like the, the like sort of the new video game cultures, like patching games and releasing stuff early access and things like that, you run into either like discovering something that was cool in the game that the developers then patch out, or, yeah. or um, you get a taste of, of the game before it's actually released, and you're like, well, fuck that, you know, and then and then you don't play it. Ocarina of Time 3D, they had like a E3 like pr- like demo version of the game, and someone made a video like demonstrating all the Ocarina of Time glitches that like still work in it. And then like when the game was released, all the glitches in that specific video were not like uh, doable anymore, but other ones weren't. And it's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't. Like as speedrunners, it's like in our interest not to do that shit. I mean, I kind of I, I kind of view the, the like the. Like speedrunning a demo is is, is kind of like 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 having a day one world record, but like eternally, it's sort of like <laughs> okay, yeah, dude, good good job, you got your day one world record, you know, great. Yeah, hey. uh, play something that wasn't the main game. Congrats! It's the equivalent great. of putting truck nuts on one of your vehicles. It, I mean, it's it's funny, and anytime someone does it, it's it's just I get a chuckle out of it. 
My only worry is there are people on Spearon.com uh, in general who do take some things a little bit too seriously and like they, they hold it to such a high standard where it's like, this demo is mine. This is yeah. my work. <laughs> the personal ownership thing is a, is a, is a whole other topic, I think. But uh, being attached, like I mentioned my, 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 my Super Solvers world record that was perfect or you know whatever, but that doesn't do anything for me. No one else runs that game. No one gives a fuck. Another thing of like a genuine problem, I made a link of a speedrun.com game sorted by player count in reverse order. So rather than most players to zero, it's zero to most. I, I counted through and there's 648 games that do not have a single player or run. Oh, wow. it's quite a lot of games. So it's like, oh uh, yeah, the first three that's listed is Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. And those have like a separate leaderboard. And then the rest is like... A good chunk of them are like from a series of games. Like it'll be like Space Quest one and six is part of a series, but like people have run the other games or some shit like that. Two of these, I'll admit, are my fault. They're games that I had a VOD for, but then it was deleted or like because Twitch like lost it and I couldn't be arsed to go back and make a new one for uh, Calibri and Skyroads. So it's like two of those are my fault, but it's like 648. It's like that's a lot. Twitch hasn't screwed like Twitch hasn't screwed everybody on this. Some people just. Ask for a page and then they didn't for a game they didn't even fucking run. Yeah, it's nice to see some Monster Hunter, which is also a really awful game that has a lot of problems with arbitrary categories. I could go on and talk about that for days because the community <laughs> revolving around Monster Hunter is really brain dead and stupid. I mean, they are very well. Yeah, I see. For uh, there are no runs in any percent here. It's moderated by Slayer of Babies and Howdan King. Here's a funny thing. I'll, I'll just explain. So Monster Hunter is a series that's notorious for being great for ILs, but fucking awful for RTA. And for those who don't know what the RTA is, it's real time attack, which is you're, you're doing a, you're, you're doing an 80% run, but Monster Hunter's whole entire premise is your getting gear, grinding, killing monsters, runs repeat the formula each time you do it until you move on to the end of the game, which is the end game monster. Well, a good example is Monster Hunter Ultimate 3. And all the other Monster Hunters can do this. There's a few exceptions to the rule, depending on the title. There's a category called Cha-Cha Percent. This category boils my fucking blood. It's the most arbitrary shit I've ever fucking seen. The whole premise of this category is it's a 20 to 30 minute run. You're, you're doing the game normally. You're playing it normally. And then as you progress through the game, there's a companion you pick up called Cha-Cha. And the idea is in the run, we'll call it, calling it a run would be too much credit. You're saving this Cha-Cha. He joined your party. You've completed the run. Congratulations. You've just completed your first arbitrary category. (laughs) And the worst part about it, and when I was talking about it earlier, how people have ownership, is not only did people feel justified that this was a legitimate run, because in Ultimate the real any percent run is you have to fight the first boss, but then you have to fight the multiplayer boss to actually complete the game. Hence why an RTA run is impossible and really stupid. The guys who did the cha-cha run, mini carpet ninja, he made a complaint and then said, hey, my run has uh, validity. And Slayer Babies, who had complete control of the Monster Hunter leaderboard section and all the series, got ousted because of the complaints because slayer did not recognize that as a legitimate category now you can run any category whether it's arbitrary or not but you have to have some sense to know this is not valid 
Like you can have personal choice and say, I love this category, but I have to admit and be self-aware to say, this is not a good category. But when people take it to the next level and say, well, I run this category in this specific game. So that means I have a choice to say, uh, no, you're not right. It pisses me off. I, it's why I'm not a big fan of arbitrary categories, especially if they're just blatantly arbitrary. Yeah. And, if, and if you enjoy it, it's fine. Just don't feel like if you're not running the main game and you're not actually completing the game, you're just doing a, a meme category, don't feel like you have some right to say something. Yeah, like I've uh, done runs of Killer7 where I don't skip cutscenes. I called it cutscene percent. It's like that—that that is not on the speedrun.com page. And if anyone tries to put on it on the cage, I'll, I'll, I'll punch him right in the face because it does not <laughs> belong there. Meme categories are their own thing. And I think that's basically what this episode has been about: is like how to not fuck up with making an arbitrary category because you can do it and it'd be all fun and good. And it's like you could also do it and, and, and it not be good. And we just taught y'all how to not make it shit. Yeah, just to reiterate my my opening philosophy statement on this on this topic is that you can do whatever you feel like is fun and if you, if you want to have ownership over your record and um, your fucking five minute whatever the heck meme run you know, go for it all the, all the more power to you but don't expect anyone to take you seriously absolutely Laz do you have any questions from the chat during our discussion so first question when you start up a leaderboard and you don't know how to form categories how do new people go about that assume let's let's assume that the person has not run the game and assuming that they still want to make it how would you go about that well if they haven't run the game i suggest like play through it a few times like do a run of what you think the most fun category or like best ending or whatever the coolest thing to do make a category for that i kind of had this situation when um Tetris Axis on the 3DS, it, it has a bunch of different game modes, so it's like, how do I make a leaderboard out of this? The only thing I really cared for is the, not the Axis mode, it, it's a game mode where the, the play field's shortened in width, you have to play differently. By default, it's just get 150 lines, if you get 150 lines, the game goes, hey, you're done, yay, here's your time. It literally has a built-in timer for it as well, and I'm like, you know what, that, that, that's the category for that then. It's by default the game is 150 lines and it says you're done. That's going to be the leaderboard for that game mode right there, and I don't give a shit about the rest of them. I still have the only run on the leaderboard, sadly. So I have a world record of some sort. I, even on YouTube, I could not and Nico Nico, I could not find a run, which is really sad because I like the game mode. But I mean, for games that kind of are not defined like that. Probably let's play percent. I think would be a good idea. Play it until you've beaten it, quote unquote, and then just go from there. Yeah, that's a good answer. I would just add, uh, nail it down. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. I think uh, Lurk talked about it. Just nail it down. Uh, discover your speed game, and try to make it as simple as humanly possible. Uh, the more things you add to a speed game category, unless you're doing it purposely for the fun of it. If your main category is overly complex and convoluted, it's less likely people are going to run it. And if people do run it, it's it feels just, I don't know, it, that would be counterintuitive, I suppose. I guess, yeah, and this is of like creating an arbitrary one. Like I think if you're making a new game, you should just be like, is there a defined ending? If there is, what's the fastest way to get to that would be like the first thing you should probably like look at. And then if it's like, oh, maybe this is, it's fucking shit. 
I know at Laz, yeah, you ran LA Noir, right? All cases. <laughs> that, well, <laughs> some, sometimes a default any percenter that's like just being game as fast as possible. Well, it kind of sucks. So you'd be like, all right, how do I, what, what do I, what goals are like restrict, like goals, like can I tack onto this or restrictions to make, to make it fun? And, and, uh, and there's a lot of examples. Like I, I can talk about wonderful one-on-one, the, the normal run of that uh, is really bad. I do not enjoy it. I do new game plus and I run two categories that no one runs, but I consider them to be the main category because to me, in theory, they're faster. I'm technically not on the leaderboard because I haven't touched that game in a hot minute for reasons regarding the Wii U's poor optimization. Nintendo, fuck you. You can run a category that's faster than sometimes even the main one, which feels weird. But, you know, some people are just regulated to say, okay, well, new game any percent is the way to do it. With LA Noir in particular, I, I did that just for fun. Like, it, and that's in, in like all cases is a, it's not even labeled on the speedrun.com. I have it on my Twitch, but I'm never going to post it because even though I could, I could make a tap for it. That's just stupid, <laughs> but it's fun, stupid because I don't take it seriously. And it, it just with the philosophy being reiterated again, the whole point is just to have fun with an arbitrary category. That is what they should be about because at the end of the day, speedrunning should be about having fun. You're going fast in arbitrary categories. Is this a fucking hobby to you? I'm R.Y. Goose. <laughs> I, I, I mean, and this is like should be simple and should be obvious, but <laughs> speedrunning should just, it's about playing a game fast and arbitrary categories allow you to get more replay value out of something. Like if, you, if you're tired of doing any percent, which I get tired of a lot of my games, like I hate fucking doing the same thing over and over and over again. But if I do something arbitrary, it's like, oh, that's fresh, fresh new air, dude. But as long as I realize... It's not a serious category for a very specific reason. I should be fine. I guess what I would add to that is just if you're not able to fully explain what your category is, you got problems. Yeah. Every restriction or rule needs to be well defined. And if you're if you're making a category, it's like, hey, I'm just gonna have an undefined rule. I'm like, fuck you. Uh-uh. Speedrun police <laughs> gonna get you. So let's get to the next question. So do you ban glitches themselves or do you ban the actions that lead to the glitches? I suppose this is in like a no major uh, glitches category type of thing. Yeah, my preference for like category names would be like if you can like if it's like any percent and then like say what's say what the, like what is restricted, no game over abuse, no item glitches or no item glitch. Just say what you're not allowed to do, not say what you are allowed to do like say glitch like glitchless, you're allowed to do all the glitchless things and it's like you're like implying, okay, you're not allowed to do the glitches, but you don't say what they are, and you're like, maybe some of them are allowed, and it's, but it, yeah, as actions to perform the glitch, like, um, like if you're saying like, well, like clipping in the most cases is not a glitch, but if it's like clipping out of bounds, and it would be, you could say like, well, we'll just clip, we'll ban clipping, but not ban out of bounds, which like, because it would like it would be uh, necessarily banned from banning clipping. I, I guess it is I think what he means by the um, the actions that lead to the glitch. Like in Resident Evil, yeah, Resident Evil Four. I think some of the um, like PlayStation Three and Four of like the big like the Laura Croft spiritual sequel series. What's it called? Uncharted. Something like that. I think there's a in one or two of those Uncharted games. There's a thing where it's like you can clip out of bounds, and you could be like, well, like rather than ban out of bounds, we'll ban clipping. You could do that. It would depend very much. Like yeah, that that would be like super contextual based on like what else can you do with clipping? Because maybe you'd be banning things that you're not intending to ban. I'm not sure, but it's. I just say I ban ban explicitly what you do not want. If we take Ocarina of Time, for example, 
to do the um, super slides, it requires like I believe a backflip, a shield action, and a bomb explosion. Well, it's going to be a really shitty speed run if you ban those three actions in separate. So, but if you combine them, you get the glitch. So I think in that case, you would definitely ban the glitch and not the actions leading up to the glitch because you're going to need to have bombs explode. You're going to have to use your shield and you're probably going to want to backflip at some point. Yeah, with the, with the literal interpretation of, the, of like his follow-up, it would be like, you'd have like a Twin Galaxies list that's like like three pages long of like, no crouch dabs, no like, <laughs> no pressing R to crouch at all. Or like, if you're using your shield, you can't like do these things and it's like, a massive list and it's like what you like someone reading it has no fucking clue why any of this is restricted if if the action itself is a glitch that becomes a bit more complicated i'm thinking of like um if you wanted to ban like bunny hopping or something like that or it's just a combination of movements it, it'd be really difficult to, to to really do that in a concrete way you'd get into that kind of like cuphead hollow knight realm of like well, if it didn't give you a benefit, then you know it's not. Yeah, that's know, like it's like an undefined yeah, restriction at that point. Yeah. Also, tier one has a question. What are your thoughts on GDQ stealing the panel idea for the speedrunning marathon? Well, ESA stole the speedrunner assembly. They formerly were speedster, so they copied us. So it's natural for other, you know, more you know prestigious marathons to copy the good shit you know cuz my only response to that is can they just admit they're a convention now and save everybody else some grief <laughs> that's actually one thing that's interesting it's like their their staff has like they have their certain goals but it feels like they're not entirely sure what they are or what they would be labeled as cuz it basically everyone treats it like a convention but they're like they want to say that they aren't and it's it's weird it led to an interesting Twitter discussion that oh, I saw with PJ, where, uh, with PJ. <laughs> and I, I kind of agree with him though because he said the stream room is already empty for most runs. Now it's going to be super empty because you are giving people more things to actively do outside of the stream room because these panels are not going to be streamed. Apparently, they will go to the YouTube channel after the fact. Right. And then Cool Maddie responded with, uh, this is only a positive, it costs the charity nothing, the charity's also on board with it, and it blah, blah, blah. And then PJ's response was, oh, I thought the whole point of the marathon was to raise money for charity, not find stuff for people to do at the event. My bad. Which, I mean, he, he kind of has a point. It's not like the panel's raising any money. There's no, hey guys, if we get like $50,000, Dwango's going to do a task block panel live on stream. That That's not happening. They don't have a singular goal that they strive for and like ignore everything else. They do have like, they do want to have like a convention style meetup. And it's, uh, it's like they're not, it feels like they're not, I guess they're not sure how to prioritize everything, but they're like figuring it out as they go. My response is just, we'll, we'll continue to do us, they can do them, and we will continue to just do the best that we can, which is pretty damn good, I think. So I feel like Dark Fox would have loved to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> Snowfats mentioned in chat, the Fireside chat hosted live of our White Goose. Reminder, NASA will have a live speed lore happening on site god bless i'm gonna be really comfy for that run i'm gonna get my blanket me and those crazy guys were already thinking about it like how are we gonna make this awesome because this this is the nasa way we're throwing something it's like how do we make this good 
We're already thinking of like dimming the lights. I'm thinking of getting all the TVs and the monitors. Just throw like, I don't know, like a DVD recording of like those fire things that they normally have during Christmas just to have like the the flickering of the light. We'll get a little tablet, put it beside them with a fire thing, everything. all Everybody can come dressed in their nice fancy clothes. It'll be fucking great. It's going to be awesome. Just both lights and just hang them in the back. I love that idea. Speed run right. lights, they're called. But... I'm, I'm going to literally bring a box of Christmas lights now. Do it. Hang it in the back and then just get all comfy. It'll be like you're watching R.Y. Goose, but the NASA experience. Maybe that could just be like, the, like when we're not using it for that, we could just put it in the second stream and have like comfy, snug fireplace. We w- we only work on one stream, but we could do a second stream where basically someone else that's not us we just give them a key to a channel and they're like, yeah, just stream off your laptop. Because I don't think we, we want to bother with any actual work being outside the mainstream currently. If we can logistically get that going, that'd be fun. No guarantees, but I'd like to see it happen. I do you want to go back real quick just to the um, the second stream and, and, and this ocean side? Um, oh, yeah. Thing, Rip um, ocean side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. We hardly knew you. I'm not sure what the what 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 they were thinking of. I mean, Apollo clearly, at least publicly, is saying that he put a lot of effort into it, and I believe it. But uh, they didn't even tell us about that he like had had gotten the venue confirmed and stuff like that. And we we're supposed that to do tech for him, so it's like wait. very annoying. Um, and this like also this this sentiment in the Discord that now that Billy Mitchell's records have been removed, that Apollo's going to be fine legally. Like that doesn't. No, that, <laughs> those no. aren't correlative. That, um, so I don't think Oceanside is, is, is probably coming back anytime soon. And we offered to help them out. We were going to run the tech for their event. Um, so what, what I'm trying to say is that we are Oceanside. Um, where were we? I'm really hyped for your criticism, uh, Aries. People have been wanting a, a, a rant for me for a while, so I think this is going to fill that void. My criticism for this episode is the massive pile of shit that is Reboot the Cardian Code. Now, let, let, let me give a little bit of backstory here. First off, I am Canadian, so I had the full reboot experience on YTV. There was none of this like, oh, it was on one channel and it got canceled. and you know, We kind of got screwed with the whole Dragon Ball Z thing that happened. But reboot that that's ours mainframe entertainment. It was that was some good. Shit. It was so good, like 3D animation at the time, groundbreaking. The company itself continued to break ground with like the whole time jump that happened, where uh, Enzo then becomes like an adult. Enzo's birthday, where it's like uh, Mega Bay comes out and does like yeah. he just brings a guitar yeah. and has a giant that's guitar so solo. Great, like, and they have a do Yeah, it's like as like, as like a kid in third grade. That's like the that's the coolest shit you've and ever seen. And especially since like the show like continued to get like darker, but it also has like if you rewatch it now, there's a lot of pulp culture references as well that you yeah. probably would did not get at the time. Like yeah, that a kid wouldn't go understand half that shit. Especially when the movies came out to end it all off. My two Bob and Damon Rising, it's like this is great television, like greatest of all time for 3D animated television by far There's there was supposed to be a sequel one came out in the form of a comic book which I haven't read, apparently it's not canon now or whatever but Rainmaker Entertainment decided uh, hey, we're going to release, reboot the Guardian Code and people are like okay, is, is this happening? Because th- this has been something 
that has been announced and then announced and then announced. Always pushed back. Yep. Yeah. But now it's actually coming out. And then they had a little teaser and it showed like 3D animation and then it showed live action. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Because Rainmaker has already done this before in a show called Zix Level One, which was also a pretty good show, but it was the same premise. You had kids and I think a a computer being or an alien or some shit, and they would go into the technology and, you know, there would be 3D animation, there was fighting, and then when they're done, they would be real human. Yeah, but it was, it's a kid's show. I mean, Canadian budgets, you can't, you know, we work with, like, maple syrup rupees. Yeah. One thing Americans might not know is that, like, certain, since, like, you know, U.S. makes a shit ton of media and stuff, there's, like, certain guidelines where it's, like, TV stations and radio stations, they want a certain amount of Canadian content. Yeah. So a lot of people, it's like, well, I can just make some super low budget, low effort garbage. And since it's Canadian made in Canada, they'll be like, well, we need to meet this quota of content. And you you see some hot garbage sometimes. Yep. And that was one of them. So my first, my first thing wrong with this, uh, with this reboot of reboot as a, why the fuck is this not Zix? You've already had an IP with this exact fucking idea, why are you calling it Reboot? But okay, you know what? I'm open to ideas. I'm open to ideas. That's fine. The, apparently there's continuity. There's Megabyte that's that's uh, shown and everything. So, you know, uh, that's okay. That's okay. It's cool. So, all right. It comes out on Netflix, finally. I don't have Netflix because uh, I canceled it because I was unemployed and I'm not going to fucking pay for Netflix when I'm unemployed because that's money sense. Pro tip, if you're unemployed, don't fucking have subscriptions. But beyond that, it's like, all right, let, let, let's pull this up. Not available in Canada. The fuck do you mean? This is made in Canada. Why can't I watch it in the country that it's made? Oh, I'm sorry. YTV has a freaking contract with them that in June, they're going to play the whole se- the whole season of 22, 23 episodes or whatever it is. But for now, Netflix has released the first 10 to literally everywhere else in the world. Which, by the way, thank you, YTV, because that was the best decision you could have ever done because this is a hot piece of garbage. But uh, all right, that's fine. I, I go to the trusty ER uh, of the web and uh, I get myself uh, all 10 episodes. And uh, I open it up, first episode. All right, this is, you know, some hacker dude. I'm hacking, I'm hacking. All right, you you know what? Whatever. This is for fucking kids. I'm an adult, but I I can get through this shit. All right, that this is. Oh my god, is what's going? What's going on? Is teenagers happening? Okay, they're in the game. There's 3D. This is awesome. This is pretty cliche on how they all met up together, but you know, this is cool. There's some cool fighting happening. Yo, there's Megabyte. This is Oh, what the fuck did you do to Megabyte? First off, they made him look like absolute ass. He looked cool, and then they made him look like ass. And it's like, why? Like, literally, old Megabyte, he had like a little red visor thing. That's now just like his mouth. And it goes up, and it's like, what, what the fuck did you do? Plus, he was voiced by the same dude who voiced the bad guy in Amnesia the Dark Descent. To be fair, the voice actor for Megabyte is really fucking good. He's actually I will good. give yeah. him that. But fucking everything great. else about that is awful. And then the rest of like the story ongoing, it's like, why are you doing this? This is shit. This is not... Re- None of this has to do with Reboot at all. But we're going to learn some life lessons at the end of the story, guys. <laughs> 
to to be fair, another th- another good thing about the show though is uh, the girl who plays the AI in real life does it so fucking creepily good. She'll be like, and it's like, holy shit, you're actually good at acting. They picked a good actor. Do they ever reference Al in the back of the kitchen? No. Here, here's the worst part, though. So after after everything's said and done, and there's plot happening, really stupid plot, um, makes no sense plot. What the fuck is going on? Plot. I can't believe you're doing this plot. There there comes episode ten, which is the oh my god, amazing episode where you get to uh, see the old cast and crew. Which looked like shit first off because they didn't update any of the models and only because he, here's the problem with the show, and it explains a lot of why it's shit. The guy in charge, he basically wrote the show about himself because first off he had a show back in the day called like MP4 That's or Michael whatever Heffron, the fuck. By the way, Michael Heffron, he had a show with the exact same fucking plot of four kids who go to the arcade and are super good at a video game, all of a sudden get drafted in to go inside the video game to protect the video game or whatever fucking society's in there. So he decided to redo that with Reboot the Guardian Code. So all right, let's 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 rehash an old project because you had nothing better to fucking do. The guy is on record on interviews saying, people have told me not to reboot, reboot, but I like a challenge. No, you like fucking milking money is what you like to do. So go fuck yourself. Second off, the thing about it, there is a the main character in the show is called Austin. In the same interview, he's like, "Yeah, my son Austin, he loves the he loves looking up to the character called Austin in the show." <laughs> so let me get this straight. You redid your old show and you wrote your son into the show and you also made it that the dad is a, is a hidden main character in the show because he created the whole interface to get the kids into the Guardian code to protect the mainframe. So you wrote your fucking self into the show on top of this because your ego wasn't that fucking large enough. You had to do that. All right. But let's let's go back to this tenth episode where hey Bob's there and hey Enzo's there and hey Dot's there. Dot becomes a fucking stupid stupid bitch. Honestly, it's like oh no, I'm in trouble. Ah. No, Dot would not have fucking done that. Dot would have been like, all right, I'm gonna fucking kill these people because she's been rock hardened from the war that happened in between the time skip of the previous fucking canon. Enzo is kid Enzo. But whatever, he still knows shit. Frisket, Frisket fucking coward in the show. He does not do that in regular reboot. He will fucking go bite somebody's arm just to prove a point. Yeah, Bob, Bob's apparently a fucking idiot as, as well. And the only good part about that episode was the fact that they did update Hexadecimal's model. And like the scene with Hexadecimal Megabyte, it's like night and day. You're like, Megabyte looks, oh shit, that's Hex. Oh fuck, that looks really good. Good. Yeah, but they fucked that up too by making her mask animated. Yeah. What? Yeah. God, they I, still I, fucked I, it up. I already chose not to watch it because I knew they'd fuck it up. Here, here's another thing about the show as well. Michael Heffron's like, we're gonna do a world's first. We're gonna make a TV show animated in a video game engine because the fact that main Rainmaker, which was previously mainframe, <laughs> literally pioneered 3D animation with their own software. Yeah, no, we we need to buy Unreal Engine and force all of our workers to learn Unreal Engine to animate this shitty fucking TV show. It's gotta be a world's first. <sighs> Which isn't because they've already done it before. Reboot's got to push the boundaries, though, man. In a previous show that they've done, I forget which one it is, but it's another one. I think it was Zix, actually, as well. 
They already used the video game engine to do it. So it's not a world's first. Your company has literally already done that before. But then here's here, here's the icing on the fucking cake during this whole episode 10 where it's like, hey guys, we care about the fans. Look, here's the old characters. They break, they don't even know what the fuck they're doing. They, they go to a room because it's live action and they literally have the fucking stereotypical World of Warcraft fat. So they have that dude. And he has a re- he has a room filled with reboot memorabilia, including posters showing like Bob, including the DVD set and everything else, which but which you're like, how how the fuck can this exist if Bob and everybody else is in the computer in the show? Like, what the fuck is, is going on? But it's awesome because, holy shit, the mainframe's been reactivated and I can play the old game like I used to. So it confirms that apparently the user back in the day was just a really fat fucking nerd for whatever reason. And then it's just like... It's, oh, He's got I, a line I, in I can't, I can't even say the quote because it's so fucking stupid. It's like... Mom always told me that sitting in the basement wouldn't be any good. Like, did you just shit oh, on God. your whole fucking fan base that you were relying to, to to actually prop this show up? It's extremely classy to just insult your entire core fan base in a show, in an episode that is dedicated to them, in which the main characters will never show up again. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Because the thing is, oh my God. The, the situation at Rainmaker is so bad that their glass door reviews, which if you don't know what a glass door review is, it's where you can review an employer. So that way if it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at getting a job at Rainmaker, I wonder what the environment is there. It, it's garbage there because the Ratchet and Clank movie did not do that good in the box office. I thought it was a decent movie. I thought it was okay. It was kind of well animated, but apparently didn't sell that well. Whatever. That's fine. Um, they were hoping on this reboot thing and being a large name to prop them up because they're apparently bleeding money like really badly. That's not working. The best part is Michael Heffron deleted his fucking Twitter when this show got released because too many people were complaining at him about it. So he just <laughs> deleted Twitter, yep. which you, you know is great. Let's, let's just ignore any criticism about the show. They've disabled comments on all of their uh, trailers for the show. I think they've even deleted their official YouTube trailer on the show because it was getting too many dislikes. It had like 11,000 dislikes. Yeah, there, like there was nothing positive likes. about it all. And the best part is the creator of Code Lyoko, which if you don't know, is a French animated show where it's it was the same premise. Children in the real world go into the digital world, except this one was really cool because it started off 2D animated and when they go into the game, it's all 3D animated. The creator of was like, oh, so you're just ripping off my show now on Twitter <laughs> when the trailer got announced. This show is so fucking garbage. Thank you, YTV, for making sure that Canadians did not have access to it when it first came out by Netflix. You, you did the whole country a fucking favor because it is awful. Am I going to watch the rest of the season? Probably because that's I just have to watch it. I'm I'm already halfway committed in. But let let me tell you this is this is so fucking garbage. Yeah, I straight up refused to watch any of it cuz I knew it would be crap. I think it was Gavin Blair who tweeted out something like hashtag not my reboot. Yes. And for those of you who don't know, he's one of the creators of reboot. And he's the one who actually pointed out that uh Michael Heffron took his MP4 thing. 
There's a uh, a video that I linked in chat earlier uh, before you got in more into your rant, and one of the comments uh, from the guy who made the video is uh, like an anonymous Rainmaker employee, um, which he he even says like eh, it could be fake, but it, it seems legitimate. Um, and one of one of the last sentences that, that I think really helps to sum up the whole thing is it says that. In summary, the production was a complete clusterfuck with a CEO making all of the decisions, refusing to listen to anybody, just making his pet fantasy project about his self-inserted son, but hey, he got what he wanted. He can now say reboot the Guardian Codes, the first ever show to be made with the Unreal Engine and rendered in 4K, plus some VR stuff. Watch any time he talks about the show, he'll hit on those points. Hell, those are the points we've been told to hit on in the handout they gave us about how we're supposed to talk about the show in public. I'm very sorry about the product we put out here. I can't imagine how hard it is for longtime fans of reboots to look at this abomination. If you're holding out any hope for this show, don't. Not only did they spit on the grave of reboot, they did it in a badly written, badly acted show. If you're wondering if they tried to do anything to placate you guys, that'd be episode 10. They have all the main characters in that episode, but only that episode, and it's just as badly written and enacted as all the other episodes. Do not watch this show. Do not support this show, or if you feel the need to satisfy your curiosity about it, at least wait about a month as Netflix tends to make a decision on renewing for more seasons based on the numbers after about two to four weeks. So the last thing this this show needs is to do well out of morbid curiosity during those weeks to get another season. I want to point out one more thing about this show. So the way that the four Guardians get together is because they play the reboot game on their phones. All right. In the first episode, they really ham it into you that these kids have their phones out and they're playing the reboot game. Which, by the way, apparently they're since they're pro players, they hook up a keyboard and mouse to their phone because playing on such a tiny ass fucking screen about I don't know this big is the most perfect thing to play a full three. Like it's kind of like trying to play Fortnite on your phone with a mouse and keyboard because you can. Is it only available on mobile? I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, it, it's literally to push the reboot game with the in-app purchases. It's like, oh, hey, guys, we have this show. We also have a game that you can install on your phone and then maybe get us some microtransactions. Hey, you get what? You could be like my kid Austin. Oh, sorry, the character Austin in the show. <laughs> it, it's really fucking bad. The only reason to watch it is the guy who voices Megabyte, because Megabyte... Is it the same voice actor? No. It's a new voice actor who mimics his voice, and you literally cannot tell, except for certain few lines. Like, if you compare the two voices, like, old Megabyte yeah, and Megabyte... The, the guy who voiced the old one, he that, that was like, that was good shit. He's a boss. He, he was really fucking good. Him, yeah, him and Hexadus like, him and Hexadus were the fucking best parts of the show, just because mm-hmm. they're voice actors. Like, they fucking nail the characters. Yes, the original Megabyte is dead. Tony J as the voice actor is dead, which is oh, why shit. they had to get a new one. Yeah. But he does a really good job, like in the Avatar series when they got a Mako's uh, understudy or whatever to replace him. I'd, you can easily tell it's not Mako. In uh, this new reboot, like if you didn't know that Tony J was dead, you'd be like, holy shit, he's still, he's still wow, this is really good. And uh, like I said, the the female actress who plays the AI, uh, Vera, she's also very good at making herself not human and kind of android robotic in the way that she speaks and acts. 
Reboot the Guardian Code is a piece of shit. I give it a buffer underflow out of 10. <laughs> Anything else you all want to say? I guess if you need some good Canadian content, there there does exist good Canadian TV shows. It's called Corner Gas, and yeah. Oh, fuck you. Cool. Okay, <laughs> Corner Gas is great. Um, there's actually a new animated one coming. If you up. just want to make fun of Saskatchewan, it's amazing. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like because to me, that's the joke about Corner Gas is that there's fucking nothing to do in Saskatchewan. That's, that's literally it. That's the that's first the show. Episode. The show is fucking. Boring. If you want some good Canadian content, there's uh, Letterkenny as well. If you are a fan of Trailer Park Boys, I highly recommend Letterkenny. Um, it's mainly Park Boys a, is also one. It's mainly a better version of Trailer Park Boys because I feel that oh, trailer, yeah. trailer Park Boys relies too much on its uh, I'm drunk or I'm high humor or I'm yeah, just like, a fucking idiot humor who shouldn't be doing trailer this Park for the Boys five, and Red Green to me time. are the most Canadian TV shows. But Letterkenny, the, it's basically um, it's basically like Canadian stereotypical hicks living up north, and it is fantastic. Go watch it. If you want some older content, there is uh, Freaky Stories got released on Amazon Prime for whatever reason. If anybody remembers that on YTV with like the, the cockroach and the slug doing the... So this happened to a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. Uh, animated horror stories that were always well, on which at one? night. Was it Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark that was no, made No, it's, it's a completely different one. It's freak, it was called Freaky Stories. Yeah, but stories. it's like one of those was. Yeah, yeah. Go watch Shadow Raiders, Beast Wars, all good mainframe animation stuff. Not the new reboot. Fuck that show. Go watch <laughs> the older stuff. One thing uh, you might not know is that uh, Mr. Dress Up, I don't think aired in the US. No, that was that was some quality tele, uh, children's television right there. You know, it's, it's it's like very much a kid's show. It's kind of like Mr. Rogers' equivalent, where it's like yeah. yeah, an adult. It's like they'd be like, "Well, this is, not much is happening here," but it's like for kids, it's fucking great. Any other closing remarks, uh, quotes, poems? Oh, dude, I, I've known how to close this for like the last thirty minutes. Statements. Everyone, get ready. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. See you next time. See you. No major opinions was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. 